Is this thing on? Are you ready, Matt? You're listening to Box Office Avengers with Matt Diaz and Ernesto Santos. Good evening, folks. We have a wonderful evening's entertainment lined up for you. We know each other. He's a friend from work. Hello and welcome, fellow bobbers and bingers, fellow fellow bingers. Yeah, I think that's what we said. I haven't used that term in a while. It's been a while. Bobbers, uh, b- bobbers, bobbers. I don't know. It's, 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 it's a, hello, nickname. <laughs> <laughs> as one of, as one of your uh, listeners, I like to be called bingers. Bobbers uh, bingers. just seems oh, a little bit. Uh, okay. Makes you think of other things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. That's all right, fair. That's fair. fair. That's Fellow fair bingers, point. then. <laughs> Thank you. Um, hello to another episode of Box Office Bingers. Uh, we got a special episode for you guys today. Oh, yeah. Ernesto, tell our lovely listeners what we are reviewing this week, and we already got a sneak peek. Who are we reviewing this movie with? Well, of course, we got our special guest, David Donnell. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Thank you for coming back. We are reviewing John Wick Chapter 4. I'm really excited to talk about this. Oh, this yeah. is directed by Chad Stahelski, uh, starring Keanu Reeves, Ian McShane, Lawrence Fishburne, Bill Skarsgård, Donnie Yen, who I didn't know was in the movie, which I was really surprised very to see. very happy to see that. Yeah. yeah. Shamir Anderson, uh, surprise Clancy Brown, who I didn't recognize at first. David's like, do you not know who that is? I was like, <laughs> I was, I re- but once he started talking and I saw his face, I was like, okay, I reckon, Dude, I, I recognize him now. I'm like, yeah, like, yeah. I, I really love like my voice actors, so it's like, mm. and he's like the top of my list. It's like, yeah, Clancy Phil Brown's Lamar, good. Smooth and butter. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, smooth like butter. butter. <laughs> yeah, Soothe man. me to sleep. <laughs> and uh, also, you know, featuring the late. Lance Reddick on one of his last roles. Oh, we'll yeah. be diving into that. This movie was written by Shay Hatton, who also wrote John Wick 3, Army of the Dead, and Army of Thieves and Day Shift. And all, uh, also written by Michael Finch, who wrote the 2010 Predators. Nah. Uh, Hitman Agent 47 <laughs> and American Assassin. Um, like that, I'd look, not, nothing against Michael Finch, but he has not received a, the greatest track record. On, no. no. But, but okay. hey. But hey, we'll talk about it a little bit later yeah. and see how we do with John Wick Chapter 4. But not only that, we got news. We finally yes. have what, don't worry, David, we have what you're watching this week. I yes. know it's one of your favorite parts of the show, but sure. we're going to start with Megacon. We all yeah, went to yeah, Megacon yeah. last yes. week. Matt, you were there on Friday. Me I was. and David were there the whole weekend. Actually, David was there all four days. And, right. <laughs> and I was only there uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, I like to say, like I told you guys this, like I, I, I don't go to Megacon. I do. I do Megacon. I do Megacon. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> that, 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 that's the that's the marketing campaign for Megacon. Uh, for for, anyway, for those listening who don't know what Megacon is, it is a pretty much a Comic Con for Orlando. It's our Geek Con, and I've only went for one day because of work. But I feel like that every time it comes around, I can't not go mm-hmm. when it's in town. I feel like I gotta like. Like if I don't go that year, I gotta give up my my nerd card for the year until I come <laughs> back again. Uh, I feel like I gotta represent. Um, and we had a good time. I mean, uh, I mean, again, I was only there for one day. We we walked. I met up with you guys and we walked around a little bit. I went to the shops and the little booths and 
Um, I bought some Funko Pops. I bought some Pokemon cards. You know, just kind of seeing everyone. The cosplays are always great there. Uh, but I'm more interested on what you guys were up to because you guys had a much more flushed out experience than what I was going through. I was basically there just kind of, hey, I'm just here for a couple of hours looking to see what everyone's going on. This looks cool. Put my nerd <laughs> card back in my wallet. All right, we're good. All right, thanks, guys. So David is what I'd like to call a con veteran. <laughs> like, okay. he, like, he, like he basically gave me like a lot of insider tips because this is my first time actually doing, doing con. like doing Not anything just visiting you know yeah, yeah I've, i went one other time and this and is I what i there. tell people i was there um, for your first time no then <laughs> no then this is my third time yeah the second time i, I still didn't do like, either first two times i didn't really do anything <laughs> but the first time i went it's so overwhelming i remember just mm-hmm. sitting outside the yes. concourse and kind of just looking at everything and being like there's like too much to do and this is like yeah, people are like well, what but like people who don't do do these kind of cons are like well what do you do there like what like what is there to see and like there's there's so much for so many different facets of people who enjoy everything different berries in entertainment there's a whole section dedicated to anime there's all stuff for like nostalgic movies like meeting the stars meeting the writers meeting the artists like doing some of the panels like doing some of the cosplay contests like it it is wild. So we went in with a plan. We we planned to meet <laughs> a bunch of writers, a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, famous artists people. and famous people. So we got there at every day around eight thirty. So Friday, Friday was busy. It, it seemed like it was re- the traffic was really disorganized on Friday. Mm. Like I remember standing in uh, I guess it's called Artist Alley, mm-hmm. where we were like. Like, there's people moving back and forth, but somehow we're at a dead stop. And it's just, like, number one, you have to know how to work a crowd. That's just That's right. Like, and Mm -hmm. you have to, and guess what? There's going to be a lot of people You have to drive, like, from Hialeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's true. And, like, translate that into walking. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Who did we meet? Friday was Jeff Lowe. I I met prior Thursday. I met Henry Winkler. Oh, that's right. I met also Joe Quisetta and um, Jeff Lowe for myself. And then on Friday I met I did Jeff Loeb and then we we waited all day for uh, for John Bernthal which was 100% worth it. He yeah, was, how was that experience? He oh, was so was nice, it? right? Yeah, you want to tell him what happened? <laughs> all right. I wasn't so, gonna tell the story. Oh, I am. I am. Okay. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Lucky is Ernesto and I love him so much and I know he didn't deliberately do it. So we both go right. I we just got our comic book signed, right? And you know you, it's signed, so you don't put it automatically right back in the sleeve. You kind of let it air dry and you hold it close to your chest. Well, as Ernesto was walking away, he wanted to give John Bernthal a wave goodbye. Smacks my comic book accidentally <laughs> in the air, bro. But it like the, this was like the best of a shitty situation because it just landed flat, and but it landed like. Like it didn't like ding the spine or anything. It just landed flat. But then, but then his dumb ass steps on it. Oh Bro, no! I was so upset, but like it, it nothing happened to it. And he paid for the for the press, so we're good to go. Like, dude, but I'm like, it it could have gone so bad so fast, but it did it. Like, it, I wasn't like I actually wasn't giving John Berth our high five. He actually reached over. Hold, hold on, <laughs> he reached over to shake my hand again before I left, and I'm not I'm not gonna shake his hand. And he's talking to me. And when I backed up, my hand went back, and David was examining his comic, no, and no. it knocked out of his hand. And then I stepped on it and stepped forward. So it's okay though. Nothing happened to the comic book. 
but it I'm, was still I'm, a very stressful situation because I'm very <laughs> meticulous with my comic books. So it's like, but that happened. But it's okay. I love you. Thank you for well, being okay. press. Are you right? Have you moved on? Because it seemed like you did before. But it, didn't, it felt like there was a little bit of resentment. Back no, in we're there. good. You paid for the press, and nothing okay. happened to it. We're good. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that all worked out. <laughs> I know. I mean, uh, you didn't. Do, Ernesto, you're my best friend. You wouldn't do it deliberately. I can't. How gonna, I can't. I'm not mad. Yeah, at I, was, you. I was. I was mad at the I was, situation. I don't think you understand that how horrified. I was. <laughs> I'm sure. No, 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 I, no, no, I understand. no, 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 I, no, I don't think that you do, <laughs> because me, who's who's been to your house and spent a lot of time with you and has talked at length with you about comic books and different grades, so I already have a predisposition knowing that you are very meticulous about your. <laughs> yeah, problems. it's okay. So to me, that's like wow, that's like the worst thing. It was that could happen. I felt. I mean, I felt <laughs> awful. I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. I would never but, have done yo, that. Yo, it, it doesn't matter because, like I said, you pay, like, dude, like, it was, like, the guy that has to be there to witness all the signatures so we can get him graded, our, our boy Ross, he was like, bro, that was the, that was, like, company. the best thing of the of a shitty situation because the comic book didn't really get damaged, and he, when he mm-hmm. stepped on it, it was luckily the back. So sure. he didn't step where the signature no, was I didn't or whatnot. Step on the you signature know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. and he wasn't like a full step because I was already like, hey, watch out, watch out. So it was more like a half step. Oh, I like froze a minute. No, yeah, he didn't put. He didn't no, put any pressure. I went like on this. Was like I was like this. I was like, he's like, yes. I was like, I'm not gonna move. But I'm talking about like I'm talking about like 20 seconds after I just got assigned. So, so how was Saturday? Saturday was Busy. madness. So Busy. we got there, even though we got there at the same time every day. Friday, we were very close. We parked in lot one. We prepaid we for got parking. There earlier. Huh? It was, it was like, like, but like, but I'm, I'm not somewhere like between a, the a eight. It was earlier. somewhere between the but eight and eight thirty every day. Around that time is when mm-hmm. we got there. Now the con doesn't start until ten. Yeah. So we're already getting there, knowing we're going to be standing outside until they open the doors inside. But the first day we were close to the gate. The, the second day, at that same time, we were already wrapped around the back of the building. Shit. Yeah. And that that was just like, wow, it's going to be crazy. And I think I um I posted one video when we were in line on the second day and it was just a sea of people around mm-hmm. us. Like com- that whole like load area was completely completely filled. Oh but, wow. As soon as we what did we do? Who did we We went right to so we had to make we sure had, we, we had to go on. straight to Charlie Cox. That's what it was. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it was. Oh, so he, oh yeah. So <laughs> cool. so like okay, Ernesto's much more smart than I am when it comes to like printing out the QR codes you need cuz like <laughs> There is no no service in the con, especially when you got two hundred thousand people there on Saturday. There's no sure. cell service. So, yeah. dude, we're probably like fifteen people from when we where we gotta be after we just waited this long line to give the QR code to then get the ticket to then go stand in line for the very first showing of his like autographs, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not loading, dude. I ran from the signatures. All the way, all the way out the convention center to the second oh floor God. to screenshot it, right? And I was like, should I walk back? I said, no. And I ran. <laughs> I ran. And I, luckily, I was the last person to make the cutoff. Yeah. Like, our, our, wow. like it, dude, but I was like, I, I had, I took a knee. I, I, <laughs> well, I, I had to catch my breath knee. when I got there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was full-fledged sprinting in sandals, man. <laughs> yeah. but I, and I made it, and we were the last person. I, and this this was for signatures, correct? Sorry. This was just, Charlie yeah, Cox. for signatures yeah, tra- for, yeah. for when he comes to – so it's either signatures uh, and or photos. Yeah. Got it, got it. Okay, okay. So, but here's the best part. So the, um, two years ago when COVID like, – like, you know, the first con opened up after COVID 2021, sure. um, I wanted to go meet William Shatner. But there was no CGC facilitators until I saw this one small comic book shop or whatever, and they were they do it. So out of loyalty, I've been going to them every year. Well mm. – 
good thing for loyalty because last year when it was a, a, a lot more busy, the MegaCon was back to normal pretty much last year. Um, the peop- the guy that I use, Ross, uh, to watch witnesses, he has the VIP ticket. So we would every time we'd wait in line a little bit and wait for him to show up in line, he'd go in the VIP line and right when he was next, he'd be like, all right, hop in our VIP line. We would nice. literally, we skipped every line for every celebrity we wanted to meet. And when I mean I was the last person for Charlie Cox, I was the last person for Charlie Cox, <laughs> and I skipped all those bastards. Yeah. Oh, wow. All of them. We could just feel the hate. Like, it was crazy. So, like, big, big up to Ross, man. Thanks, yeah, thanks you for pay, that. Well, you, what it is is that you pay for a service for them. Right. Like they take your comp. They have to witness a signature. It's like a whole thing where well, they don't have time to wait in the regular line. They're there to make sure. money. They're not yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. It's not playtime for them. No. Nope. <laughs> So, so how was Charlie Cox? Oh, uh, he was so he was really nice. His was his he had a lot of people, so yeah. it was sure. a much it was a much quicker interaction. But sure. he said he liked yeah. my enthusiasm because you know I love <laughs> I, I love to give my I love to give these people their flowers. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Of course. I'm probably the only time I'm ever going to meet them. I, I'm thankful for the entertainment they've brought to me or the, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying. So like I have to try to get everything that you know out to them. And Charlie Cox just looks at me. He goes, "Dude, I love your enthusiasm." <laughs> I was like almost cried, man. I love your enthusiasm, <laughs> man. <laughs> Look, dude. And then, and then after that, then we then after that we went in line for James McAvoy. James McAvoy, which oh okay, this is a crappy story. Like it's not a crappy story by any means because I got to meet James McAvoy. But like Ernesto's told me at the con, it kind of felt we felt a little bit cheated. Yeah. In that like okay, he's moving along the line fast. Yeah. But like um, for some reason it was like extra fast. Like all 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 he he got to talk to me. I got to say thank you. Like he said. Thank you, thank you for coming or whatever. Yeah, enjoy the con. <laughs> but but what really messed it up for me was because they have you know people that work for oh, them. Yeah. Like okay, you talk, yeah. there's like four people and like they'll ask you what are you what are you getting signed? What color would you mm-hmm. like to sign? And then they pass it down the line. Well, these a holes don't know how to like hold anything. They were holding it like it's a normal magazine. I literally mm-hmm. had to t- almost scream like no, like dude, what are you doing? So I like I had to deal with them. I wouldn't let them touch my comic book and then. So by the time James McAvoy got my comic book, I wasn't even ready to even say anything. And yeah. It was just like a one-second thing. But, I mean, I got to see James McAvoy, so that's cool. But yeah. I did feel a little cheated. Yeah, it, it's crazy because I'm not sure if I'm as a veteran as you, David. But I've been to my fair share of cons around Florida, and I went to one in Philadelphia as well. Nice. And it's – yeah, it, it, it does happen that way that if the line's busy and <laughs> – you know, it, it's no fault to the to to the to the actor or to the celebrity. Is that they're trying to get to as much people as they can. It's a long line for them, and unfortunately, sometimes you don't get that personal experience that I would have that you would have hoped for. Um, especially like even when I went to go take photos with Chris Evans and Tom Hiddleston back. This was like in what 2016, I believe, and they were just carrying a conversation uh, amongst themselves, and then you know you got a whole like Meg and I were excited. We said, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" Take a photo. All right, thanks, bye. Uh, and that was that was it. So unfortunately, sometimes you get great interactions, sometimes mm-hmm. you don't. It's just kind of the name of the game there. Um, it does feel like that you know they're just trying to chuck along people. Um, yeah, it's, for it, though. You, yeah. it, it's it's not it's no one's fault. It's the nature of the of the con. Um, Sometimes you can make it a little bit more personal if you really try. I had um, I forgot his name. He he plays um he was uh, in Agents of Shield. Uh, I think something Phil, Dylan. Phil Colson? No, no, I wish it was no, no, I wish it was. <laughs> I think it was like Brett Dylan or Brett Goldstein or. You're talk, which, I which forgot. Actor is it? He he was he played the double agent that he in the oh, first couple um, of seasons. Of I remember. Agents of Shield. Oh, I remember. I, that I guy. used to follow him on Instagram. I like that guy. I like yeah, that Brett uh, Brett, like Brett something. Uh, Brett Dillon, Brett Dalton, Brett Dalton. There you go. He played Grant Ward. Um, I met him at a con once, and I I had I just recently bought a shirt, 
and it had the uh, shield logo on it, but it was like ripped in half. And in underneath the logo, the shield logo was the Hydra logo, very similar to the show. I thought it was a really cool shirt. I bought it. And then when I went to go take his photo, I was like, hey, man, I was like, hey, do you mind taking this like a photo with the shirt? Like not on, but just like just holding it. He's like, yo, that's a dope ass shirt. I was like, I know, right? It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he was like, yo, your shoes. I was like, your shoes are awesome. It's like your shirt, like it's all like it's all like like Hawaiian or whatever. It's like, what were you doing that? And we had like an actual conversation before we took the photo. So, and, you know, it's just a hit or miss on how those interactions go, you know. And I and I and I get that, but I feel like there should be there should be a balance. If somebody's paying mm-hmm. you an X amount of money, however much it, it, they charge for you to see them, like either you need to don't sell as many tickets, sure, or make it I don't know, or make it cheaper. Like I don't know, like we these people. Are some people spend their life savings and spend all their time and energy to try to to do this for this one person because of how much you mean to them? Mm-hmm. Like that should mean that should mean for something. Like maybe yeah. don't don't sell as many tickets, but the lines for the headliners were crazy. Rosario's yeah. Dawson line was like almost back to Artist Alley. It was it wow. filled up that it, right. It filled up that entire entire area. Absolutely, that's insane. I mean Ro- Rosie Dawson. I mean she, Rosario Dawson. I mean she's. She's coming off hot with Ahsoka, and and uh, I think that, that that's the biggest thing. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. she was also the, on all of the Netflix. Yeah, she was on Netflix. She, she Netflix was the glue shows, that yeah. linked out all of them together. That's yeah. right. That's right. And um, uh, uh, mall rats, or I'm sorry, mall, clerk, clerks. Clerks yeah. too. Clerks uh-huh. too. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and she was also in Clerks three as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, she she's a big hit. But that like when I went to go meet the Back to the Future people, I learned that was the con that I learned. Mm. Right. That was like. Mm, Maybe not everyone's as excited to meet, you know, the fans as much as I'm excited to meet them, especially when I got to Christopher Lloyd and it's like, he's an old man. He doesn't know what's going on. He's there signing signatures, taking photos. And like, he's, he wasn't as enthusiastic as, you know, I would maybe have hoped. Um, and I even asked him a question. He kind of just gave me like a half-ass answer. Again, he's, we're talking about a movie he filmed back over 30 years ago. I can't. I, I got to, you know, understand that. And even with Michael J. Fox, when I got his signature as well and I got to meet him, um, it was also, it was a long line. He was signing signatures and, you know, you know, you, 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 it is what it is at that point. Yeah. I, and I, and I guess that's what it, it was just, it was more of a learning experience for me. Yeah. It was the first time that I experienced something like, especially coming off of John Bernthal. I was, I, yeah. bro, I was riding on cloud nine <laughs> after meeting him. Uh, right? <laughs> he was so nice. Man. He was so nice yeah. and so personal. Oh, I, I was forgot like, oh my to, God. I forgot so to good. tell you how nice Henry Winkler was because I was yeah, right. when guys weren't there, but Henry Winkler was just uh, super nice. You know, I got to tell him thank you for doing Waterboy, one of the, my favorite movies growing up as a kid. Obviously, the Fonz. Yeah. You know, the Fonz was the popular guy, but he stuck up for the nerds. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like Fonz was technically like a hero, you know, to some people. And uh, of course, you know, he's in Barry. And he's phenomenal. Yeah. And Barry, yeah, I sold that was awesome. And and I and I had him sign a Black Adam comic, but because I w- he was in it, but I wish he was in it more. And he said mm-hmm. like his a lot of his scenes got cut, unfortunately. You Damn. Know, whatever. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, dude, he kept thanking me to come see him, and I'm like, bro, thank you for letting me come see you. Like, bro, he was also very very nice as well. So yeah. It, it, but then it's just a reminder that these are that they are human just beings. human beings. Like, human, you know, absolutely. They, they all vary in personality and. 
and that's fine. But it, it, it another learning for me, and I think when I and I met and I also learned this when I when we met Frank Miller later, like because mm-hmm. he's also an older person. Sure. Like and it was that and it was kind of like that same experience. Mm-hmm. They were real yeah. strict though. He had a he had a bodyguard that he looked like if you did something wrong, he would probably break you in half. Yeah. It, <laughs> right? it yeah. also he, he like was nice, but he was big. Yeah. <laughs> he, was like, he was nice. He's he's one of those people that's like real nice until you fuck with him. Yeah. Yeah. And also like like sometimes like their assistant can mm-hmm. also like make it like it's almost like you're going through a trial before you meet the celebrity. It's like is sure. it is this really necessary? Like that that experience could have ruined it for you before you even get to them. Or it it really depends. But I think the the best experience that I've ever had wasn't even to me. It was to James. I'm not sure if I told you this story, Ernesto, but mm-hmm. uh, this is back in SuperCon a couple of years ago down in Miami, and the entire cast of Spartacus was going to be there. And James, mm-hmm. who's been on the podcast before, um, is a huge fan of Spartacus. He dre- he cosplay as one of the Spartans. He did the whole nine, okay. and he wanted every signature of the. So he got, they, technically he got two signatures of each person, one individually and one at, on, on a big group. Like poster. That guy's crazy. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> nuts. Mean, that, right? You would, you would, I think you and him would actually get along very well. Yeah. <laughs> but here, here's the crazy part. So aside from the big two, I forgot like the main, the Spartacus and um, and the guy who played, uh, he, he was an also, he, who's the guy from uh, uh, Arrow as well? First couple seasons. Oh, which which character? Uh, uh damn it. Um. Because I know almost all the Arrow names. Because I used to love that show until was it, I did oh, it. Oh, um, Manny Bennett. Sorry, he played Slade oh, yeah. Wilson. Oh, Dude, I waited in yeah. line for him, and he never showed up. <laughs> oh, really? My, my very first con in 2014, I I went and had fun on the con, but he was uh, was going to go for Sunday. So I woke up early, got to the con early, got, was third person in his line, waited three hours after them kept saying he's going to show up, going to show up, and he canceled. Oh, Damn. and ever Damn. since then I was like, yo, I I, I give. I'm like fuck you. <laughs> you know those kind of experiences, whether you have a good experience meeting them or they cancel on you, like, like it puts a little, a little, like it just tarnishes yeah. your view of them. Even absolutely, you know, you don't mean to, but it's like, oh, yeah. like I like I've I've seen behind the curtain a little bit, and like, well, I don't. A, yeah, definitely. And it was said like he, he just didn't want to come because he had a hangover because he went out partying the night before. Yeah, see, own. that's that's not okay. Like <laughs> you had an obligation, and I, exactly. I I literally only came to that con that day. I, just to see, house, just yeah. to see him, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, well, oh, yeah, I was. <laughs> according to James, he's not a he's he's a nice dude. At least when he does show up to the cons. We'll see. Um, but but Liam, <laughs> Liam, who played Spartacus, and uh, like I said, Manny, who played Crixus, they their lines were very busy. But the mm-hmm. other actors, and they had a long like they had a, a large cast there. Didn't have anybody, if not one or two people every few, maybe every 30 minutes or a few. So I was with James for a few of them, and then he was waiting in line for everybody. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to catch you later. I'm going to go walk around the, the show floor. I'll be back, right? Yeah. I do a, a, do a lap. I come back, and I look over. I'm like, dude, he's still over there, but he's not there in line. He's having a full-fledged conversation with a decent majority, like other people, because there's no one in line. They're huddled, huddled against like other people's tables and talking to to James, right? So then I leave and like, oh, he's having a good time. I leave, come back, and then I see him sparring with one of the stunt doubles. I was like, no what? way! I was like, what? What's going on here? Right? So 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 then I go over there. He's like, you good? He's like, oh man. I was like, I'm gonna let you have this, right? So then at the, at the very end of the day, it was the one of the last photos of the night and it was um an entire cast photo of of everybody yeah and i and i split it with james i'll do this one and i and i split it with him so (laughs) 
he and he was really pretty adamant about being the last person in line. So like like people would come in, and he's like, "You can go in front of me. You can go in front of me." Right? <laughs> We're not gonna make and it so, at this point. Yeah. You, yeah, but but it was like it wasn't that long of a line. But like oh, okay. you can go in front of me. Like like we were already in it, but he kept telling people to go. Either way, he was the last person to take the photo. Guys, when I tell you that when he walked in, they were all like, "Jeeves," and I was like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" I, I was like, "That's like fuck me, right?" <laughs> And they're like, and they're like, okay, and the basically like the the Spartacus um, uh, Liam, he was like, all right, guys, huddle up, we gotta do something real special here. And they talked about for at least a good three minutes what they were going to do because no one else was in line. And they went over this whole thing, and I said, oh, you know what, we're gonna recreate the scene where they where they uh, where I stabbed the guy um, fr- uh, through the throat, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like. I'm just there smiling, and everyone else is there posing for this scene. And I was like, I felt like I was so out of place here because everyone was, was there to see him. Everybody and was I, in on it. Everyone <laughs> was in on it. And so, yeah, seriously. And then, like, uh, Manny Bennett, like, he flew in the air and did, like, a guitar thing with one of the swords that James bought. And, like, uh, uh, Liam, the, who played Spartacus, was in the position of, like, about to die when James was the one about to put one of the the swords in his throat and everyone else was kind of in on it either like observing like oh my god reacting to the moment and I walked out and I'm like dude you I you probably had one of the best days anyone in this con because he was literally there like interacting with all those actors and they 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 cheered him on once he you know he got in for that photo um i've i've never seen an experience like that before and again it wasn't me it was all him it's like that is a con that's a day worth remembering right there so much so that when we saw supercon advertising for next year our photo was in their promo are you serious (laughs) yeah i want to take a photo of that that is crazy that I was crazy. I was I was scrolling through Facebook and I said, "Oh, cool, Supercon's coming back." And I said, "Well, wait a minute. I, <laughs> that's I, my photo. That's my photo." <laughs> that's um, and so you can see, you can tell that even the con when they were going through all the photos, they thought it was something special as well. Uh, but yeah, so you do have those moments that it like it can't, it does exist. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you know you get the other end of it, and you know it, it just never know. Uh, but what happened with Sunday? So we kind well, of. To, I mean, Sunday made it all better. A hundred percent. It was the it was the it was the cherry on the top. Was meeting okay. Giancarlo Esposito and, and, and mm. Vincent D'Onofrio, who was sure. also he very met him, nice. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh yeah, you weren't there for that. Vincent D'Onofrio was very nice. He, uh, you know, I said thank you for you know doing awesome. Because remember, he he was also the cockroach in Men in Black. That's right. So That's right. And then Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket is the dude that blew himself uh, brains in the in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then you know. <clears throat> There's, I think he was on Law and Order. Yeah, I think you're right. And one then, of the, you know, one of Daredevil shows. and stuff. But, you know, he was bald because they're, they're all three of them are, are filming right now mm-hmm. for the Born Again show. So that was cool. So, mm. And uh, I was just like, I'm glad Disney had the sense to bring me back. And he was very appreciative and very nice. Oh, and also, fun fact. Two fun facts. Um, Megacon is the second biggest convention in all of America. Like how, I think I knew that. Yeah. And it's actually going to – the way it's growing, last year it topped off at like 175. And we had over 200,000 people attendance on Saturday. It was wild. Wow. And, and we have a bigger actual venue than like Comic-Con does and like Hall H and all that. And, and mm-hmm. York, we're like our actual convention building is so yeah. much bigger that mm-hmm. it could overtake and be the biggest convention in the like the world. They have a lot of wow. underutilized uh, panel space. Like they have yeah. so sure. many Absolutely. they have so yeah. many rooms we were only, that are we were, opened. Yeah, we were only huge. in a quarter of one of the four buildings. Yeah, absolutely. You know yeah. 
they could take over the they could literally probably take over the entire convention center. Yeah, if they really wanted to. Uh, but how was uh, uh, John Carl Exposito? He was the most the most personable person I have ever met in my entire life. Yeah. He was so nice. Like literally, we did the same line because we were getting our comic book graded, so we got to mm-hmm. go to the VIP line. And he and, and then we uh, and then we both paid to have a to have a selfie with him because it just I mean it, it was worth it. Yeah. And, but like we sat there and had like a three minute conversation with him. You yeah. you really started it really with yeah, your I, question. You I really got like it going. To, yeah, I like I like to ask good questions. So I was like, you know, people want you to be Professor X and whatnot, but like I love like we love you as a villain. Like everything you've done is villain. Like Lex Luthor, Harley Quinn, uh, Moff Gideon, Star Wars, uh, what's his name in The Boys, and then so on and so forth. Yeah, so yeah. Breaking uh, Bad. Breaking Bad. Yep. Breaking Bad, Bad yeah. and then also all everything else. So I was like, what villain would you like to be? And but he was he we talked more about like uh, him being not wanting to be Professor X. He's like I don't want to be in a wheelchair, man. He's like <laughs> I was like a lot a lot of people think that you know because I'm well spoken and, and and very well mannered and stuff like that that I would make good. He's like I, yeah I could, but he's like he looked at me. He's like fuck that wheelchair. <laughs> oh my god. I was like yes absolutely cool man great and then we all threw cool man all, like, he, dude he was like yeah he was the nicest out of everyone we met. That was super nice. I I would I would go see him again. I would yeah. find I would find a way to go to well, meet he, him again. He's going to be at TampaCon. Yeah, he's going to be at TampaCon. So I'm thinking about going right now. Uh, my my experience with him, he was at a, a Walker Stalker Con. He was there representing Breaking Bad. Um, and so I I loved him for Breaking Bad. And obviously better his call his Saul. and Better so Call Saul. His thing is the box cutter. Um, and he's known for that. And so it's funny because you can go there at the time anyway, and he was signing box cutters for people. Mm, Um, but I was there to take a photo with him at, at his booth. And, um, and the interaction was so wild to me. It's like the whole thing happened so fast. I didn't know what to do. And he was like, Hey, he's like, you getting a photo? He's like, yeah. He's like, all right, you want it with or without the box cutter? I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm what? Uh, I said, I guess with, he's like, cool. And literally he grabs, like he walks around the boot, the table, grabs me, spin me around, put the box cutter to my neck. And then he tells him, hand him the phone. And I said, yes, sir. And then he, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and I, said I hand him the phone and then he, then he takes a photo and then he like, his face though was like dead serious. Like he was going to kill me. And then, um, and then he was like, cool. And then, like, the photo was taken. I said, thanks, man. He's like, thanks for coming. And then I was like, what just happened right now? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt after I met yeah. him. I was like, it was a surreal experience. Like, he was so dope. It was like yeah. one of, I, I truly felt, I, like, I, you know, when working in the news station, like, like I met, um, the, who do we meet? With that, the guy from Forrest Gump, Gary Sinise. Oh, Gary Sinise. Yeah. Gary Sinise, yeah, he came yeah. to the station. I got to take a picture of him and everything. Like, it was a, it was like, oh, it was nice to meet you. But it was completely different meeting Giancarlo and John Bernthal and that, and mm-hmm. Charlie Cox and, in that setting. I don't know what it is. Like, it, it's, I don't know. It, you, you're like taken aback. Yeah. yeah. And also, you're just in, in the vibe. Obviously, like, the whole con is, it's, it's taking up that atmosphere as well. So. Like and it did help you guys. You guys didn't have to wait too too long for them, so I think that was a big bonus there. It's worth um, it's worth it. Like if you yeah. can find something to go get signed and just pay a service for them, like it's mm-hmm. totally worth we'll it. Sk- you'll skip hours. Yeah, that's yeah. how we were. Oh, hours, absolutely. We, yeah. I mean, it was crazy. Um, oh, also on Thursday when I met Jeff Lope, he's he and Jim Lee partnered for my very favorite 
a Batman story, Hush. So I had him mm-hmm. sign the very first appearance of Hush. But I also have Hush tattooed part of my Batman sleeve. So I showed him, you know, like uh, his character on my arm. He and he took a picture of it. Oh, nice. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah, that's some awesome. shit to see. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, 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 the creator, creator of the person who oh. loves the yeah. that on you, it's yeah. like, he's like, good, good. I'm he's like, a story I'll never forget. Absolutely. He's like, my arm is on his phone. Yeah. Yeah. The creator. Yeah. The creator. You don't stand. I tried to follow him on, that's why. I tried to follow him on Instagram and see if he posted. It's like, private, I, 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 uh, I saw son of a bitch. It's like, we want to follow you. Um, <laughs> but, my photo, man. <laughs> so overall, it sounds like you guys had a great experience over at Megacon. Yeah, I would 100 percent do it again, and then the kids every year. The kids, I, mean, and I, I have plans to do. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They came on Sunday, and Hannah's like, "I'm gonna come back for another day next time." Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I mean, if you can get past the crowds, I mean, the crowds are probably the biggest factor there. But once you get past that, and if you do commit to coming multiple days, I think I think that helps as well. Yes, yeah, because weird. certain days can be allowed to certain things. Um, but yeah, I was literally, I think I was there for like five hours, I yeah. think five, like five or six hours. And I, I got, I got my, I got my worth out of it. I got yeah. what I wanted. Yeah. And that's the thing. So. Even if you're like casually interested, then you know what? Go on a Thursday and go on a yeah. Sunday when or it's like, Friday. or Friday. Well, just don't yeah. go on Saturday. Just Saturday. Yeah. Just don't go on Saturday. Yeah. Go on a day off. Well, then you shouldn't go. Yeah. Wait till next year and request a day off because Saturday's not for you. And I recommend prepaying for parking. It's yeah, just, I, mm-hmm. I think you're not wrong there. <laughs> it, was worth, it was worth it. Well, I, I kept just, making jokes. I was like, I, to, to be honest, like, bro, I, I, I didn't prepay for the day that I drove on Sunday. And, like, I had right next – I had just as close parking as when we prepaid parking. It was the same price. And it was – and it was in a fenced area that had security, so I felt safe. Yeah. That's how yeah, you yeah, felt yeah. when you came on Friday. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I parked at, like, I said park over here. I was like, all right. All right. <laughs> I parked in lot three, and it was like, it, it was cool. But it, it was, was good. it was also cool just, you know, being as, as close up as possible. So oh, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, it was awesome to hear your Megacon story. I know when I was there, I was like, I want to hear the rest of this. I know we are going to talk about it on the show. Uh, so that's awesome to hear. Um, so now let's move on to some uh, entertainment news we got for you guys this week. Um, Star Wars Celebration 2023 is happening over in London right now. At the time of this recording, it's Friday, April 7th. It's day one of Star Wars Celebration. Uh, so we're only going to cover day one news. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen in the next three days of this con is happening. Uh, so if there's any more news that comes out, we're going to be talking about it next week on next week's episode. Uh, but for now, um, during the studio's showcase, Lucasfilm made a ton of announcements. And, and one announcement that basically in three parts, that was like the big one. Uh, first, Lucasfilm anna- officially announced that three new live-action Star Wars movies are in development. The three films will be directed by James Mangold, Dave Filoni, and Charmaine Abid Shinoe? Sure. Shino? Shino? Um, first, so... Thank you. Um, so first is James Mangold, the director, of course, behind Logan and the upcoming Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny film. Uh, will create a film that will go back to the dawn of the Jedi and follow the origin of the first Jedi. So I think that's definitely interesting going back and, you know, and going around a time that we are not familiar with. Yeah. Uh, did you say story. that's a Dave Filoni one? That is the James Mangold one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. James well, Mangold. Yeah, very interested in that. I I just think like that's what Star Wars just focus on the past. It's so yeah. well written. It's 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 already documented, written. There's so much source material, great characters that are already fan favorites that we want to see in live action. 
Mm-hmm. I would love to see the old Republic where like there's just an abundance of Jedi, mm-hmm. and then we yeah. see like the Sith trying to come from the ashes, and no one knows they're there. Like that What's, would be very interesting to me. Stay tuned there, Dave. Uh, oh, David, I'm stay excited. tuned. Yeah. <laughs> there's um, more. So that, there's more. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's that's James Mangold. He's working on a new project. So I guess he's sticking with Lucasfilm after, and they must have really liked him for Indiana Jones because he's he's sticking around to do some Star Wars. Uh, Dave Filoni, the Godfather of Star Wars, so Absolutely. to speak, uh, the creator of Star Wars, the Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels. Uh, both of those are animated series. He's also the creator of The Mandalorian and the upcoming series Ahsoka. And uh, Will, I'm sorry to interrupt, but he's also sir? the creator of Ahsoka. He yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, will direct a film that will be a cinematic event within the New Republic and will bring bring together the stories from his live-action TV series, presumably from The Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and The Book of Boba Fett, and possibly more. So that's interesting that they're considering doing basically a movie, like kind of like an endgame scenario with all the TV shows that he's created so far. Nice. So that's pretty cool. Um, and lastly, Shermin Ahmed Shinoi, apologize if I mispronounced that name, uh, she's done. Uh, she's behind such projects as Miss Mar- Marvel, that was on Disney+, Plus. Uh, will direct a film that's set 15 years after the events of Rise of Skywalker, and will see the return of Daisy Ridley as Rey as she attempts to rebuild the Jedi Order as a Jedi Master. Based on reports from last week, this was a project that Watchmen creator Damon Lindelof was attached to write, but has now departed the film after turning in a draft earlier this year. Peaky Blinders, Peaky Blinders creator Stephen Knight will now be writing the screenplay for that movie. Well, I've never seen Peaky Blinders, but I mean, that's a people love that show. And yes, for pe- like the, I, I'm I'm interested. I'm interested, and in, I'm interested, but I don't know. Like Rise of Sky, like. Why? Rise of Skywalker is like very contested. It's like yeah. either people either love it or hate it. I'm actually yeah. actually really liked it because it just did a lot of fixing that uh Ryan Johnson fucked up in the eighth. <laughs> <laughs> well see I, mean, um, I guess that's if you like the last and I feel like people either love don't you you like The Last Jedi, don't you, man? I like The Last Jedi. I didn't care for Rise of Skywalker. That's crazy. So I, yeah. I like I, I actually really loathe that no yeah, like, yeah, I, I dislike it. <laughs> That's I could I don't say you know how I, I don't like Batman but I don't say I hate Batman I hate the Last Jedi like yeah well it's 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 it's, it's deep it's I but I, I mean feel I mean look but, but for some people the star like the Star Wars like they really screwed up their that Star Wars lore I can yeah. see I can see the argument I just you know didn't mind it as much I that felt like Rise of Skywalker was trying to like it was trying to continue off of the first the Force Awakens while also fixing the Last Jedi and it didn't it didn't turn out to be a great movie um, but it, it is interesting I, I to see that they're with what you're saying yeah I understand. Um, but I feel like that, you know, it's interesting to see that they want to take place 15 years later. I like that Daisy Ridley is coming back as Rey. I felt like she was a person that was kind of like, I'm done with Star Wars, but it looks like they gave her a good enough story to continue off. I'm interested. I'm interested in all these movies, actually. Like, there's not one that I'm like, eh. Like, I think each one of them serves a good purpose, and Dave Filoni finally directing a Star Wars movie, I feel like it's a long time coming, for sure. And maybe that's what yeah. the key is, is that Dave Filoni, who has a proven track record... Mm. Going to direct Star Wars material, yeah, like, telling good and, Star Wars stories. And then stories. hopefully, hopefully, you know, like an executive producer will be obviously like James, Ma- uh, not, wow, James McAvoy, um, <laughs> freaking what's his? Wow, I'm blanking on his name, John Favreau. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so that that was the big announcement to come out of the studio showcase, the announcement of the three films. But there were other other announcements at the at the studio showcase. First of which was they they dropped the first trailer for Ahsoka and revealed that Mary Elizabeth Winston will be playing the live action version of Hera Syndulla, and Natasha Lou Bordizo will be playing the live action version of Sabin Wren. Um, to popular Sabine, sorry, okay. um, to popular Star Wars Rebels characters. So yeah, it looks like buddy. they're bringing those characters into live action fold. It also announced that Ahsoka will start streaming on Disney Plus August of this year. Cool. Yeah, that, I can't um, wait for that. Um, so, so it's good good to see that Filoni is trying to shoehorn some of his Rebels characters in live action format. Now, David, the, the moment you were talking about. Star Wars: The Archolite, I believe that's what how it's Acolyte. the Archolite, uh, the upcoming Disney Plus series set during the end of the High Republic era. We had briefly mentioned this show a while back, and now we got more details about it. Uh, will make its way to Disney Plus in 2024, so we have to wait till next year. Star Wars: Acolyte series creator Leslie Headland shared that what I pitched to Kathleen Kennedy was Frozen meets Kill Bill. It's High Republic. It's it's High Republic near the beginning of the prequels and an exciting part of the timeline. This is when the bad guys are outnumbered. They are the underdogs. This is the further back in the timeline we've been in live action, and there will be lots of Jedi. That's super fire, but I like uh, I would love them to just go further back. I'm talking like two thousand years back. Oh, you're going. You want yeah, you I'm, want I'm, further I'm, I'm back. Talking, I'm like I'm, I want old Republic. Oh, but this, okay. This oh, the old just, Republic. This, yeah. This is just as good for right now. You know, it's a step this, in the right direction. A great, a great announcement. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it, I'm definitely it, excited for it. It looks like <clears throat> that we're going to be getting the perspective through the Sith, and maybe we're going to see the rise of the of the Sith in that point, like before, like I said, before the prequels. So I'm interested in seeing the bad side a little bit on on yeah. Star Wars as well. So that's going to be cool. Um, and the last little piece of announcement they did was Andor season two is aiming for an August 2024 release. So we are waiting another year and a half to get season two of Andor. But, hey, I'm, I'm all for if you take your time with it and deliver a good product, I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed season one, so I'm excited. And this is supposed to be the last season as well. It was, it was always meant to be two seasons, so hmm. uh, that's good as well. I love when they do that. Like, it, it's a set, set stories are why TV shows could be really good. And mm-hmm. like that's why the the good place was so good because yeah. it was only supposed to be four seasons. They did it in four seasons, and the yeah. story is coherent. There's no fluff. It was yeah. just a, a really good written TV show that was very original. Yeah, and you make you go watchable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and especially when you know that if if the creators are like, we have a plan of how we're going to start it, and we know how we're going to end it, yeah. and we want to tell it in this time frame. If you can give us that opportunity, we're going to end it there. We're not going to keep going because. We we don't we know we don't need to. This dilute, is our this is our story exactly. Dilute the product when you do that. Yeah. Um. So like I said, that's all the major announcements that came out of Star Wars Celebration as of right now. We still got three more days at the time of this recording. So if anything else major comes out or, or is announced, uh, we'll talk about it on next week's episode. They also dropped, however, the newest trailer for Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um. And they did it at the Star Wars convention, but it said Studio Showcase, so technically Lucasfilm. Lucas yeah. Exactly. Um. And I will say, I saw the trailer chills i got chills yeah. man i'm yeah. ready for it i'm so ready old man Logan, um, indiana jones style i'm okay <laughs> with it director. i'm okay with it uh i'm here man 
so that's all the Star Wars celebration news. And the last piece of news we're going to talk about this week is Netflix surprisingly took the social media to announce that a Scott Pilgrim anime series oh, yeah. is in the works and it'll be voiced by the oh, entire cast of one. the original 2010 yeah. live action film. All of the returning class, including all of the returning cast, including Michael Sarah, Mary Elizabeth Winston, Chris Evans, Brie Larson's, and many more can be seen. Oh, Brandon I wrote that. Roth. My bad. Uh, well, all yes, Brandon Roth are all going to be returning. Um, original comic Arthur Brian Lee O'Malley will executive produce, write, nice. and act as a showrunner along with Ben David uh, Grimbinski. Yeah. Uh, while Scott Pilgrim vs. the World co-writer, director, and producer Edgar Wright will serve as an executive producer. Okay. Edgar Wright says, quote, original creator Brian Lee O'Malley, uh, along with writer da- uh, Ben David, <clears throat> excuse me, Grabinski, will concur up to, will, I'm sorry, will conjure an anime series of Scott Pilgrim that doesn't just expand the universe, but also dot, 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 well, just watch it. Um, I'm yeah. I'm more than happy I'm more than happy to announce that I have coaxed the entire original cast back into their <laughs> voice voice and their characters on this epic new adventure. You are in for a treat. Uh, unquote. Uh, no release date has been announced just yet, but how awesome is that? Yeah, I'm really excited. Dude, for it. I mean, that's great. Uh, that I don't know great. how he was able, I don't know how he was able, Oh, I love the movie. Yeah. That that movie got me like Edgar Wright. Who's this director? Yeah. Like that was that was like one of the movies that I love so much that I was like that got me into like looking into writers, directors. Back to the Future was the main one for me, but this one was also like theirs. Like I gotta start investigating more into these creatives, this. Yeah, yeah, these creatives because this was a very very like fresh movie to watch, and oh, yeah. I think an anime form is amazing. That's yeah. perfect for this. Um, a side note, like very quick, a little funny story of how the first time I saw Scott Pilgrims, like I went to a girl's house to like Netflix and chill, and like <laughs> we put in, it on. Back in like, our time, like, yeah. fast forward like twenty minutes, like we're not chilling. I'm like watching the movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like, trying, like, like, get away from me! I'm watching this movie. <laughs> like, like, Wait a minute! I, I made her watch the whole movie. <laughs> it was good. She, 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 she's like, you can leave now. <laughs> After the movie, yeah. After, After the, the movie, movie, yeah. You said we were going to come over and watch a movie. Like, yeah, I don't I, see the problem. Not over yet. It's not, it's <laughs> not, you can answer yourself, please. Yeah. <laughs> not a piece of meat. Oh, man. Uh, so there you go. That's all the news we have for you guys this week. As always, you can find the latest in breaking news on our social media channels, on Instagram at boxoffice underscore binges, and our Facebook page at boxofficebinge. We'll post all the latest in breaking news over there first, and then we'll come back on the show and talk about it. And let me tell you, we still got a few new, new stories that we are saving for next week, uh, so be sure to tune in next week for all of that fun stuff. But for now, we're going to be diving to David's favorite part of the show and a Absolutely. fun segment we like to call What You're Watching. So, David, we'll start with you. What All have right. you been watching? So, you know me. I'm always meticulous with my show, so I brought another piece of paper. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, I'll just, I'll just go in order of how I read it. So, first, I want to talk about what I watch week to week, you know, the shows that come sure. out week to week. Sure. So, um, first on the on the list is uh, Mando Season 3. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I love it. Uh, but I, I love Mandalorian so much. And they're going really deep into the mythos, like... Uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but yeah, it's been really good. And the second show, um, actually, I'm gonna skip the show and come back to it. Sec, the best show that I've been watching on TV right now uh, is Picard. But I'm also a huge, oh, nice. a huge Star Trek nerd, and mm-hmm. I really love. And it's it's pretty much just next generation 
but they're all old. And it's cool. Like the last, the, the last episode, it's literally the whole entire cast from Next Generation minus Will Wheaton sitting at a table in their older age. Mm. I mean, and I, I just nerd out, and, and it's just so well written because they're bringing in like a lot of like the mythos, and it's and Sir Patrick Stewart, LeVar Burton, yeah. Brent Spiner, Jonathan. You know what I'm saying? It's just the list of just amazing actors. So that's cool. Um, I heard a lot of great things about season three. Dude, yeah, I mean, season one and season two were pretty. You know, I, I like them. I like Picard. I like, but season sure. three is like this. Like, yeah. It's right now. That's the sort of beat, in my opinion, for 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 like me personally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. And then also, dude, it, this is hilarious. But I keep having to have Ernesto come over and sign on to Apple so I can watch Ted Lasso. But <laughs> the second he walks out the door, it logs me off, dude. I have, uh, I, I'm two know. weeks behind. Yeah. I'm two weeks behind. Uh. But uh, you know, you know, tomorrow he'll come over and. Yeah. He'll put it on for me, yeah. so I'll be able to watch it. <laughs> no, no worries. Uh, we're gonna be watching no the fight. Hold on, we're gonna be watching the fights. And David's gonna be in the corner, like oh, on the other TV. Yeah, he's gonna be watching. He's like, shh. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> put that fight hold on, on mute. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the main card. It's not the main hold card on, yet. Hold on, Jason today because is saying something really good right now. Shut up, guys. Shut up. Exactly. exactly. I'm fucking Roy Kent. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I'm all, it's, it's not a reboot. It's actually a continuation of Night Court from like the 80s. Mm. It's, it's uh, it has uh, Melissa Blanche Branch from uh, Big Bang Theory. She played Bernadette. Yes. yes. It's it's very campy and very corny, but I I love it. Uh, um, I loved it when I was a kid. So it's just like a continuation. I even have a lot of the main characters come back. So that's cool. Nice. Um, and then the TV show that I've been telling you guys, Ghosts, about the the ghosts that inherit uh, a house, but they're like all different from different uh, eras. And the lady that owns the house, she had a near-death experience, so now she can see them. So you have like a, a Boy Scout troop who died on on because he has an arrow, like an arrow went through his neck, so now he walks around with the arrow in his neck. You have an old Victorian. You have um, some dude who died in um, the Civil War. He was like a general. Of, he died of like dysentery. You have uh, in, in, you have a, a Viking on the show. You have a Native American person on the show. Like because like in the, their premise of the universe is when you die you're kind of limited to like an area so like they can't mm. wander the world for the rest of their life oh interesting okay. and it's it's a very funny show it was actually a show that was on B, bbc that's actually still going but you know like just like the office and a lot of other tv shows cbs has it now sure and they're doing their american version of it and it's both shows are hilarious but Ghost right now is on its second season, and I think it's like the number one comedy. Like we're looking at it right now, it's almost rated. It's a seven point nine on IMDb. It's, on IMDb. it's a it is, very funny show. It's crazy because this yeah, is I one of the shows. He's a comedian. Um, but yeah, it's funny because I I saw the trailer for this and I was like, yeah, it doesn't look like a show for me. But it's then so funny. I've been hearing nothing but great things about Ghosts. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's on CBS right now. Yeah, yeah, and then um, also you know watching Young Sheldon. Which is oh, okay. It's a pretty cool show. Um, yeah. And then there's a new show with uh, uh, Joe McHale. He's doing another sitcom. For, it's called Animal Control. Okay. It, it's yeah. okay. It's not like the best thing out, but it's you know it's worth watching. It's Joe McHale. It's Joe it's McHale. Him it's Joe McHale. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, he's hilarious, and I like him. Um, and then also I'm also watching a Next Level Chef, on uh, with um, Gordon Ramsay. Yes. It's another you know another one of his. Uh, Competition shows. Me and my girlfriend mm-hmm. love watching that. Anything Gordon Ramsay's A-OK okay with me. He's, like, Dude, I, he's an honorary Hispanic person because he talks with his hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, dude, he's more Hispanic than I am. <laughs> and then um, also My Hero Academia is still going on. I saw mm-hmm. like, that's super fire. And then the last sitcom that I'm, I'm doing week to week is Abbott Elementary, which, I mean, speaks for itself. It's one 
This season's good. This season is fire. Yeah, it's really good. And then a show that I literally just finished. Um, you guys really need to watch Poker Face. I, I watched it in two days yeah. with my girlfriend. It is good. It's on the list. It's on the list for me. Put it up a little bit higher. It's pretty <laughs> Fair it, enough. It, it's not the best show ever, but it's it's pretty damn good. And it's okay. It's, it's from. It's funny because that's from Ryan Johnson. Which I know. I understand. Yeah. That. Okay. Okay. All right. So oh, you, I, I, so you, I don't dislike Ryan Johnson. I dislike what he like, did to Star the, Wars. Got it. Understood. 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 Oh, it's Natasha Lyon. I really like her. Yeah. She's yeah. She's she's good. And, and the best it, part, every episode has like a super famous people in it. Oh, so. so it's a, uh, can't, a lot yeah, of like look at the cast. Like it's is, is it an it, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Tim Blake Nelson? Is it an Roman. anthology series? No, or no, no. Okay, no, it does. Follow, but but every episode because she's on the run for her life, so she it's like every episode she, she is like her in a different city doing a different like small job. Got it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and then um, also I just refinished watching Superstore and Tacoma FD. Those I, I oh, Superstore is great. I love Superstore. Those, those are like yeah. comfort shows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I don't blame just, you there. Since I just finished that, I just started watching Big Bang Theory again. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's another comfort show. Um, and then shows that I'm actually re-watching right now. Uh, the Good Place. I didn't want to spoil alert, but yeah, I'm actually re-watching Good Place. It's so, so good. Julian is watching The Good Place for the first time. Oh, nice. He's, oh, he's, he's in it. Yeah, like, I mean... He's really, he's really into I, it. I wish I could watch it for the first time again. <laughs> 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 and then, it, uh, because we were going to the con, I wanted to re-watch Daredevil, so I'm mm. still re-watching Daredevil, mm. but that's a show I have not watching by myself, because for some reason, my girlfriend couldn't get into it, mm. so I have to find time by myself to watch that. And then... I, um, I oh, still cool. need to watch the last season of Daredevil. Shame I have on you. Never, no, no, I've real. never seen. Shame. Yeah, I mean, it, to shame. further my shame, I've still never seen any of the Punisher. Um, I haven't seen. Well, we're just gonna end this podcast right yeah. here. <laughs> I, I guess we're done. I guess we're done here. What you're telling me? Yeah, I, it's like between like there's there's the few shows that I really need to like just finish. Daredevil's one of them. Mm-hmm. Punisher start and finish is one of them. Well, season the... one was phenomenal. Season two I didn't finish, so I feel you on the Punisher. But okay. season okay. one though, season for shame. one was good. Okay, <laughs> it was very good. So good. Yeah. Uh, what was the... and then I I've, I've been meaning to watch Star Wars Rebels. I feel like that's like the last piece of Star Absolutely. Wars that like the like it's it's a lot of seasons. I got to commit to it, but that's something I really want to get into. And now I I feel like I got a timeline of August. To get through this, the whole series before Ahsoka comes out. And, so. and honestly, if you watch Rebels, you'll have a, more of an appreciation for the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, because there was a mm. lot of things that was brought into that to live action for the very like I can name like three things off the top of my head. There's okay. Like Lothal cats, which is like a feral cat on the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebels, that was brought into live action in in Rise of Skywalker. The they called them Sith Holloway Hollow Finders, but they're actually called Sith Holocrons or something like that. I forgot. Mm-hmm. But that was the first time that was also brought into live action. And then there was another thing that I just forgot, but we're not going to dwell on that. But there was three <laughs> things off the top of my head. But well, like, yeah, okay. And you'll, you might have an appreciation for it a little bit more. Sure, I can understand that. Yeah. Oh, and then, I'm sorry. And then, um, so, and then a cartoon that I'm rewatching, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Uh, oh, the Earth, the Avengers! Uh, oh yeah, my God, that, that is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's very well written. It's not a campy cartoon. It's not hero uh, or villain of the week. Yep. It is an in depth story that each season, like, and it starts off with King the Conqueror, like by episode fifteen. It's sick. They do secret invasion, secret wars. They like, do all the highlights. All the highlights. Bro. It was yeah. Great. I love. I'm and what that. what yeah. what sucked about like because they ended the show. I think it only lasted like two seasons because mm-hmm. that show predated the the Avengers, like mm-hmm. the live action like mm-hmm. 2012 movie. Mm-hmm. And so once 
the Avengers was a huge hit, they canceled that show, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and they started a new show of like the Avengers of like the core Avengers people we Assemble. saw from. Yeah. Yes, and yes. it sucks. <laughs> and I, I didn't even watch it. I was like, no, you, this this is the best you got right here. Yeah, yeah. It you, was just you, a, it was like it was it was meant for kids, but it had adult not like themed, but adult intelligence just written into it. And yeah, so and like like was, I said, that's where I first that's where I first uh, like really got into Kang. Yeah. That was first when I really like understood uh, the Secret Invasion. I was like, that's it's they're just doing it right right there, Marvel. You better be looking at that show for inspiration because that was great. <laughs> Um, so yeah, sorry. No, Continue. dude, no. And then very last on on my list because I literally just saw the first episode before before this podcast because me and my girlfriend finished Poker Face yesterday and before we she had to go to work. Uh, I started Narcos and dude, that oh. show, I, I cannot wait to watch that show again. <laughs> yeah, dude, that show is fire, and I nice. don't know why it took me so long. But I, we started. We wanted to watch it because Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Yes, he's and, he's uh, he's the yeah, goat right so now. So that's my list. But yeah, and ending it with dude, Narcos is so far. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. That's amazing. Thank you. All right, Esther, what about you? Uh, I actually don't have much. So I finished sh- uh, Shrinking, the show with Jason Siegel. Oh, yeah, yes. Uh, it is so good. It's that is a good. That is just a great season of television. Like I even. I was like, maybe that wasn't the finale. Like, I went back the next Friday <laughs> because I missed it. I watched it week to week. I haven't felt like that was – like, it, it had me in those kind of feels. Like, yeah. really wanting more. It's just well-written. Harrison Ford is so funny in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just – you people, you just need to go watch it. Like, that's going to be – that's already on my top five for, for series this year. Damn. Hands, hands down. Hands down. It's so good. Card. Huh? It's your Picard. It's your. It's my Picard. Yeah. For now, well, I don't know. There's a the the, the year is young. So the year is. There's young. a lot of the good year ass is TV very coming young. out. Very young, right yeah. Now, we got uh, a strong. We got a strong stud. Yeah. Yeah, I will say that Shrinking and Poker Face are indeed the top of my list of shows I'm gonna watch next. And my watch, watching you see what I was, but like that, it's it's next. It's coming up mm. on both of those shows. Um, the other one I'm watching that Jesse, I think I mentioned that Jesse Eisenberg show on Hulu. Uh, I think it's Fleischman's in Trouble. It's about this, oh yes, um, <laughs> this divorced couple. The, the wife drops off the kids to him, and then she just vanishes. And it's like oh. him like reliving his divorce, trying to find her. It's it's just real, me and the wife are watching. It's 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 super interesting. interesting. Yeah, it's it, but it's like Jesse Eisenberg being Jesse Eisenberg. Of course. Is he nervous <laughs> <in the> yeah. <laughs> he's like play. He gets to play himself like that very introverted, neurotic person that's like always like in his head. Like that's him. It it's it's all of that. It's it's really good. I, I definitely recommend watching it. Uh, Abbott Elementary. He already mentioned uh, Ted Lasso this season. Man, is it good? It's, have you not watched it yet? I have not watched it yet. Oh, I'm, I, 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 have, up, you know? I have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm waiting for Megan to get back, so I unfortunately will not be starting it until most likely next month. Oh. That's very sad to hear, man. Yeah. yeah. So I could let's see how many episodes. Sorry, so man. one, two. I think there's six, five, six. Maybe? I think we're oh my god, there's already five. five? Yeah. yeah, five. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Okay, so it looks like when episode eight comes out, that's when I can start watching it. 
Well, at least you get the binge eight episodes. I'll binge eight <laughs> episodes, true. yeah. It, and so the last four will be. Too, you know? yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. got Matt, it's got me watching week to week. Man, Apple TV is on fire. Oh, like, Apple TV's been on fire. Oh, and I think there one that I I, have, I didn't wrote down. I just started it today. Was that new show, The Next Big Door Prize that they were? Yes, it looks good. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. I watched. It's really yeah. funny that um, that British actor, whatever his uh, uh, Chris something, is it. I think it's Chris. I don't remember the name. It's good. It, 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 it escapes. It escapes me right now. Um, uh, but it's really good. It's, it seems like I'm only Chris O'Dowell. In... Chris O'Dowell. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's he's hilarious. Like he's funny. Um, so that one's good. And then I'm rewatching since we finished um, Batman the animated series with my mm-hmm. daughter. Now we're oh, watching. Yeah, now we're watching Superman the animated series. Oh, so you're going in chronological <laughs> order. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I couldn't. That's what I couldn't remember. I knew that there was another Batman animated series, but I couldn't but remember it, it which comes one was after next. Superman. But then isn't Justice League the Justice League? Justice League comes next. after. Oh, so it'll, it'll go Batman, Superman, uh, Batman, the new animated, and then Batman Superman. That's right. And then it'll be Justice League. That's right. And but she's in the Justice League Unlimited, and you could throw in Batman Beyond in there somewhere, yeah. and Static Shock somewhere in there. Ooh. Ooh, Static Shock. Static Shock. Yeah. Static Shock is good. Phil Lamar, bro. Phil Lamar, bro. Phil is so great. He also voiced John Stewart. I mean, Phil Lamar, like like we were talking about Clancy Brown, like Phil Lamar is a really good voice actor. And a lot of people will know him as the guy who accidentally blew his brains out in the backseat of Pulp Fiction. And also, yeah. He was a comedian on Mad TV. That's right. Yep. And the next one I was going to say, the comedian on Mad TV. That's where most people know his live action from. But he is. If you just look up his IMDb, it's everything you did as a kid, and yeah. till, till this day, like he just does. If it's animated, he might be on it. Yeah, <laughs> like Clancy Brown, you know, like a yes. like a Nolan North. Yeah, like Nolan him, North. Another yes. one, and also you know all those voice Tara actors, Strong. Tara Strong, another one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I met Nolan North at a con a few years ago. Mm-hmm. He was really cool. Yeah. Um, he. Uh, um, he signed uh, my Nathan Drake uh, little statue that I had, yep. and he nice. actually signed it twice for me. Because uh, he, he signed the bottom of it, like at the very uh, at the the bottom, like on the little plate that's on there. And he's like, "Oh, I've signed a few of these. I also like to sign the leg next to his crotch. You good with that?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> if you want to sign it twice, go right ahead, man. I'm not gonna stop you. You do you, man." <laughs> Um, and he actually gave me some advice. He was like, uh, if you're interested in being a voice actor, here's where you got to do. Um, and he's like, you got to take, uh, you know, acting lessons. That's step one of being a voice actor. You got to be an actor first. So I was like, oh, thanks for the, thanks for that. Up. I've always been, uh, I've, I've always been wondering, cause that's what I want to do. I want to voice act. So it's like, um, why don't you? Because I don't know how to start. Thank you for teaching me how to start. There you go. Now there I you go. Go. <laughs> okay, lessons. Okay. You too. You too. Dude, also... Remember I said two fun facts, but that I couldn't remember, so we just. Do you remember could... the other one now? Yeah, Frank Miller's signature looks like a penis. Yeah, I wasn't gonna bring it. <laughs> I <So>. was. <laughs> like I, I'm not gonna lie, and that's one of the this kind of no, hold on, we're gonna we're gonna sidebar, we're gonna go back Sorry, to the mega con to the conversation. So yes, it, it does look. In fact, look like a penis. He even wraps his R around and re-scribbles around underneath his signature, and it looked like that. But you know what? Separate <laughs> to me that was a that, that was an experience where I where I was like guess what 
I have to separate the artist from the person. Like, yeah. they are not the same. They, they are not the same person. I wish, I really wish I could have talked to him. I mean, I love so many things that he's written and or, or directed too. Yeah, man. exactly. But you know, you know he's but he, he's he's a writer, not an artist, correct? Bro, a little bit of both, man. Yeah. Okay, like, he's a little bit of both. He's, maybe he's, maybe that was deliberate. Maybe he's like, I'm gonna make this fun. That's, that's what, what we're saying. But let's be honest. If I was, that's something I would do. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yo, turn my signature into a penis if I'm signing thousands of things for the rest or millions of things for the rest of my life. That's just like the ultimate joke. Like, even after I'm dead, that's a, that's that's still a funny joke. Like, yeah. yeah, if it's intentional. If it's not, then that's a huge coincidence. No double entendre there. Yeah, but it, it's like there's like articles and articles online that like they're that are like zoomed in, and I had to look it up. I was like, maybe like no. maybe you just didn't like me. I was like, no, no, they all look my, like my signature. <laughs> my signature is very penis esque too. And what's worse, what's worse about mine is that. He yeah, signed buddy. because it's Punisher shooting Daredevil and Daredevil's flying back. And it's like <laughs> he drew it from the crotch. He literally <laughs> almost drew it from the crotch. So it looks like Daredevil's <laughs> shaft is Frank Miller's penis. <laughs> wow. I feel like that was also delivery. He's probably signed a bunch of those comics. I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't I don't know for sure. I I'm wish I'm telling you it's old man humor. And but it's, it's funny. <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> I still love his work. I just whatever. He's an old man. It's like funny. I, Let him it's have like, his fun, man. Yeah, exactly. he doesn't have much time left on this earth. Let him get his kicks oh. in. <laughs> Dude, yeah. he was feeble. Yeah, I don't mean that in a bad oh, way. I'm just man. saying facts. All right, back back to uh, yeah. yeah. Is that is that all you've been watching, Ernesto? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, much like you, I haven't been watching much either. Um, but we spent a lot of time watching you season four. Oh, I also finished that too. I forgot. About oh, you that finished one. it as well. I it, okay, yeah. um, it was it was better than season three, I think. I don't like your tone with that. Yeah. Explanation. Yeah, I'm I was waiting like, for the drop. So I so so I think that the is very similar to season three in a way, but I think season four is a little bit better. Where I was really into the new vibe that they had for 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 season four, like. It started off with a new setting. He was a teacher. He's a professor now. He's in London. It turned into a whodunit. And now he is no longer the person. Like, murders are being committed and we don't know. And it's not him. And so you're like, oh, okay, this is interesting. We're getting a different perspective oh. now, right? <laughs> we get through about... Then I felt like the middle of the series was a little bit of a filler. Mm. Like, I felt like we had a lot, of, a lot of filler episodes. The first five episodes I thought were pretty solid. Like... Episode six, seven, eight. I felt there were like a lot of fillers there, and then obviously, as you know, Ernesto, there was a twist. And see, how did you feel about the twist? I was fine with the twist. I was, I actually didn't mind the twist at all. I, I thought, okay. I thought the be- the beginning and the end of the season were good bookends, like really strong bookends. The middle, a little dicey here and there, but mm. yeah. What about you? Uh, I was on board. The turn was was fine. But I, yeah. I kind of wished <clears throat> it was the other way around. I, w- I actually would have preferred where the the where it was originally heading. Oh, okay. Before the okay. turn. But it was yeah. it was fine. It worked to to make it more to give it add another layer and make it more interesting. I'm just yeah. I kind of thought this season was the last season, but I yeah. guess there's one more. 
There's one more, and I'm happy that we're ending it because I feel like that we are we're definitely losing the thread here on the this show. Cohesiveness of the show. Yeah, yeah starting to uh, the waters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little bit. Yeah, I mean, but I I gave them a valiant effort. I I didn't mind some of like the rich you know the rich people storylines. Some of them again, they just feel like fillers. Like we didn't need this episode, and like it, honestly, it felt more of like a cable TV show more this season than it did in the past seasons. That's unfortunate. Yeah. And like it didn't it didn't it felt like that we were like really like we're playing with commercials and like they even cut to black in certain areas i'm like who who is this for not for netflix i'll tell you that much but apparently this like that's the format of the show because it originally aired on lifetime didn't it did on lifetime and then it and then netflix bought it and that's when it got its popularity yeah but like, that was after season yeah you was, yeah was a lifetime tv show yeah i believe <laughs> so <laughs> Dude, they, they're on a lifeline but <laughs> but then but how crazy is that is that the same show the ex- literally the exact same show was just posted on Netflix, and that and Netflix's audience is yeah. what grew its popularity. Well, yeah, because mm-hmm. it, it just wasn't. It didn't have I any mean, exposure. You know, the, the yeah. demographic yeah. was all wrong on on Lifetime. That's the same thing that happened with Cobra Kai and the YouTube Red. Yeah. Cobra Kai, yeah, the first true. two seasons was on YouTube. No, no word. No one saw it. Go over to Netflix and you're like, hey, we're picking it up. And we're like, wait, there's a Cobra Kai show? It's like, yeah. dude, it's, where have you been? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I thought I, I thought it was a little bit better than season three. I am, I, like I said, I like the premiere. I like the finale. I thought there were strong bookends. So I'm curious to see where it goes. I feel like we're now getting into a darker Joe Goldberg. Like a very dark one. So like I'm in I'm into it. Um it's it's a show that I don't mind. I feel like I've invested it's a show that I've invested so much time with already that we might as well finish it. I can might as well get into it. So Yeah, and yeah. I I guess man, the ending was good. I did I did yeah. I did enjoy it. Yeah. And it, and it, Megan likes the show as well. It was a fun watch for the both of us. So yeah. It, it's doing its job. It's not yeah. amazing or anything, but it's doing its job. Yeah. Um and then the other show that I watched, or sorry, the other movie that I watched was uh, M. Night Shyamalan's Knock at the Cabin. That uh, it, was, it hit Peacock, and I watched it, and uh, it was 90 minutes long. Um, it starred Dave Bautista and... Um, Glowing yeah. Is stating facts? Yeah. About the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, this is what it entailed, but... Uh, uh, it, it was... Maybe it's a... Maybe, I'm not sure if it was titled as a horror, but it's really a thriller. Um, it was... Uh, what... It's funny because I'm not sure if, if Esteban said this last week, but I'll say it if he didn't. Exactly what the movie was telling you was happening is what was happening. You know what I mean? So it's like, so it's like it's everything was happening literal, and I don't know. Like by the end of it, I was like, oh, so all right, so what you're telling me is what it is. It's like so that's it though. We're not. We don't got no twist. We don't. You don't got the M Night Shyamalan twist. You don't got any anything. Is like he's like nah. It's pretty straightforward. I was like, cool. Because how cool. many times has he bombed with like twists? He's like, you know what? I'm not taking yeah, any chances. Yeah, it's gonna be straightforward this time, and that's the plot twist. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the the twist is no twist. Yeah, exactly. the twist is no, But I think maybe he's trying. He maybe he's just trying something new because like a lot of those movies don't hold up because you know the twist. The movie isn't as enjoyable. Shh. Yeah. Sure, but also don't tell me what's up, man. Like yeah. you gotta give me, you gotta give me a little mystery, a little bit wanting to do because like, it's like once the cat's out of the bag at that particular moment, it's like oh 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 this is 
Oh, this is what it is. Oh, maybe he okay. needs to hire somebody else to do his trailers. Maybe that's what the problem is. Um, or or maybe he needs. I don't know. I know. I know he writes and directs, but maybe get a new writer. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> maybe pick a lane. Pick a <laughs> pick, pick one. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what. Maybe writing's not your best suit. Maybe your your directing is more your style. Was there anything but it, enjoyable about it? Um, the way it was shot, probably. The the beginning was interesting. <laughs> wow. Like oh I'm sorry. Dave Bautista's performance was good. There you go. I like I like Dave Bautista in it, so that's pretty solid. Um, he's the only thing that kept me there. He is good. Yeah. He's very well rounded. Yes, he he's very well rounded. It, it was a quick ninety minutes, so I was in and out. So that wasn't <laughs> bad either. Um, yeah, and it was on Peacock, so I didn't pay for it. You know, <laughs> so those are the those are the pluses there. Glowing this reviews. Part wasn't free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I pay, I pay yeah, for Peacock, but I just paid in yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, I just paid in time. <laughs> exactly. That's actually kind of worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, it, it's funny because M Night Shyamalan has his hits and misses. So like, yeah. maybe this was gonna be a hit. I knew the reviews were negative, but you know, I don't always follow that. I want to form my own opinion. Sure. And then I'm like, all right, I watched it and I form my own opinion, and they were right. So at least it wasn't an. <laughs> Avatar: The Last Airbender. That's so, so true. true. I know. <laughs> that that was so. I was listening to a podcast and they phrased it so well off of another movie that I'm like, that was Avatar: The Last Airbender for me, which was that was the movie that I realized that movies can be bad. Yeah. Like <laughs> I was like, wait, no, these movies suck. Oh my god, movies can movie be bad. Can actually, suck. Yeah, a movie can like, until that experience, you're like you were enjoying it, man. Yeah, I was I was on for the ride. I was young. I was like, movies are great. And like, oh, that was fine. It wasn't as great as some other ones, but like, that one was like, oh, movies can be like really bad. <laughs> so I was like, like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, it could be like that bad. But also, like, there was so much hype. I was so into you know the cartoon, so like the anime. So when you watch that, you like you hype yourself up for it. So like that was like my first. That was a life lesson, really. It was more of the biggest disappointment, uh, the biggest disappointment I've uh, in a movie that I've ever had. So anyway, moving on from that, um, uh, I liked uh, what was it? Split. Split was good. Yeah, and Glass. Split and Glass, yeah, those two yeah. movies trilogy, were good. Honestly, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Unbreakable was, was good. Absolutely, so, I agree yeah, with that. The trilogy was um, actually pretty fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last uh, movies that I watched that will lead into our review is that I watched John Wick chapter. Re- I rewatched them. I rewatched one, two, and three again. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, let's 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 dive in that kind of quickly. I feel like for the, for uh, the trilogy's sake, I've always felt like John Wick one was never more. I never cared for it. I like even when it was when it was pitched originally. I never even saw it when it first came out. I was like, oh, uh, you know, Keanu Reeves in an action movie. Seen that? Don't need to watch it. John Wick Two was coming out, and I was like, oh, that looks pretty good. I guess I should watch the first one if I'm gonna watch the second one. Watched the first one. Thought it was solid. I can see the appeal there, but nothing amazing, right? John Wick 2 comes out. I was like, wait a minute, hold up. We actually got a story here. We're diving into the Continental. We're diving into these assassins. Um, we actually have a story. And the ending of, of Chapter 2 was like an amazing cliffhanger. Uh-huh. And I was like, damn, this is this, – I'm hooked, that right? That is the best one, I think, in the, out of the four. Number out of the two. four, yeah, I, 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 agree. I, to me, I think, I think chapter three is my favorite. I feel like we got the ball rolling in two, but we really kicked it off with three because that, that, I mean, if John Wick two had one of the best endings, John Wick three had one of the best beginnings because it was literally going off the coke's tails. Like we were right back in it. Like John Wick is hunting down. He's on the run. Um, they had amazing action sequences in chapter three, like especially with him on the horse and he got the motorcycle people. Like, <laughs> 
like that's just that's to me that's just awesome um all the stuff with halle berry in it was dope um really like those scenes um and so yeah and then that's true not wrong (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you can put that movie, you can put it on mute and watch it and it's enjoyable yeah so, yeah there's that um, and, then, and then we dive into uh john wick chapter four so before we dive into four what were your thoughts on like your rewatches on one two and three love them all man i, I mean yeah. i have a john wick tattoo so of course I, that's i mean i love them all yeah. and and it's funny because now i've watched two of them with ernesto yeah yeah um i i really actually i really enjoyed the rewatch and i'm glad i did because like I, yeah. I completely forgot like the whole plot of three mm. and like, <laughs> like the whole connection to going into four yeah. and yeah see, see it picks up like right after so that's, it was if you so warning if you are going to watch john wick 4 you need you should probably watch the other three <laughs> so it's you can have an digest, understanding man it's it funny is. john i remember john wick 3 uh, quite a bit but when i rewatched one and two i was like this is what happened in the movie <laughs> okay <laughs> All right. I, I, I just remember like the ending of two going into three yeah. i didn't remember anything before that so i, I definitely needed to rewatch. yeah i think but i'm yeah, flipped with you because i've really two is my favorite yeah. mm. it for me it probably goes two, two one four three yeah two one four that's, three that's that's my order too yeah two, interesting one, four, yeah okay so let's let's so, dive into it oh, sorry go ahead no no go ahead that's yeah, what like, i was just gonna say uh, like oh, okay like that's kind of how i felt going into it that's it, funny that's well, exactly the, how well, I feel. Well, the, well, yeah since that's your order and you're the guest you go first Oh, I yes. just um, I just felt like three was a little bit different from one and two, and I just I don't know I, I don't get me wrong I I love all of them and they're all like I love them all yeah but yeah if I had to choose my babies I I I liked two the best because it was already like you said you're 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 already nuts deep into from beginning to end you know what I'm saying sure yeah yeah and then you, they expand more on the mythos and everything like that you learn about the continental like you said and, and all that good stuff. Three, three, just like I think it was a different writer, like we said. Uh, it could have been, it could have been a different writer. Yeah, it just yeah, felt, yeah. it just felt a little bit different to me, and and whatnot. And then uh, four was just a great conclusion. Uh, I don't know why three's the worst in my opinion, but I don't think it's the a bad movie at all. No, it's just, that's that, crazy. That's just my order. Yeah. I I feel like for me three is the best. The only thing I get a knockdown three was like the fight with the bald guy. I felt like that dragged on a little bit too much in three. Like. I wasn't really invested into that character, and oh, that the knocked the ninja. The ninja yeah, yeah. Uh, but the ninjas, the ninjas though, they were really dope in three. Like I really got into three. Uh, I, I didn't really care for the Egypt stuff, but you know it was fine. We got back, and even all the stuff that happened on New, on the New York grounds of the Continental was pretty cool too. Um, I was into that. Um, but anyway, let's dive into our spoiler review of John Wick Chapter 4. Uh, David, you are a guest. We're going to start with you. What were your thoughts on John Wick Chapter 4? Loved it. Absolutely. It, everything, it, it, it was great. I, I, not, I also didn't expect it to be like the end of the story. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. glad that they kind of left it open. He, he could be dead. He could not be. But, you know, that's at the end. Sure. But, you know, I'm glad that it was that way. You know. Ernesto, what about you? Loved it. So... I, I liked it. I thought it was very good. It was really long. It was the longest of the three. The action sequence was really good. Mm-hmm. You know, we go back to Morocco mm-hmm. and he kills the elder to find his ring. And I think that's my issue with three is that I just didn't think they needed to cut his finger off. Like, why you got to cut John Wick's finger off? But it made, when I rewatched the movie, it made sense. I just, it was just, a, I felt like an unnecessary handicap to give him. But, well, I mean, even on top of that, like the whole thing in general. Like the part that I mean, you make a good point with three. 
him going there and be like, hey, cutting off his finger and be like, I'm going to pledge my allegiance to you. About 15 minutes later, he's like, he's like, you're going to kill uh, Winston? No. And he's <laughs> like, all right, so then you cutting off your finger meant literally nothing then. Yeah. <laughs> if you weren't going to if you were going to commit to the high table. Yeah. So that that meant that yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Um, well, in that so in four, you know what happened? They were killing all everybody. Did they kill Halle Berry, or did she just kind of disappear? And she was not disappear. She wasn't. They didn't yeah. even mention her. They didn't even, in two hours and forty five minutes, they couldn't give her like a sentence. I mean, it would have been <laughs> nice to wrap to wrap her character up because they were killing everybody who was already associated with him. Right, right. And she brought him to the elder, so. Mm-hmm. Or it's she and he went back to Morocco and he wasn't there. Like maybe even show her at that point, like her helping him, and then like she could have left. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just felt like she's like a small part that could have been included. I did like Donnie Yen's character, Kane, that assassin. I mean, he was dope. He was. I would love to see a prequel of of him and John Wick. He, they don't with even his it, eyes. Yeah, if, and it and it can end with him how he loses his eyes. Like that could be. Mm. It could be like a mini series, like a limited series or something. Yeah. I'd be down to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to the Osaka Continental. Could you try again? No, Siri. You're not yeah, included tr- in this conversation. <laughs> try again, Ernesto, if you don't mind. Yeah, the Siri wants me to try again. Um, and then, like, I really like the character of Mr. Nobody, but it didn't feel like he really served a Any huge purpose. purpose. He kind of just saves John Wick. He's like the angel for John Wick mm-hmm. because he's trying to make the make sure the, the number goes up high enough. Yeah. And then once he accepts a contract, then he doesn't kill him because John Wick saves his dog. Because <laughs> John Wick is tired of the dog shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's, why we're, that's why we're watching number four because someone killed his dog in number one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you make a good point with the tracker because at the end of the day, I, I thought his I thought his character was really interesting, basically just driving up the the, the hit count for like he he could have killed him at any moment, but he wants more money. Yeah. Why does he want more money? We don't know. We, never we, we saw we saw him with a book and he was had a number in his head and he was crossing off other numbers. So like we know that he wanted money for something, but we never got that answer. And then when we got to the end, like you said, is like, oh, you saved my dog. We good then. I don't need. We the 40 good. Million. And then he I don't was, need... And then he was welcome to like something super secretive, or, like super <laughs> yeah. high up yeah. on the table. He just walks <laughs> up and has a beer. Like, oh, I'm yeah. just gonna watch them duel it out. Like, I'm gonna yeah. watch yeah. Like, <laughs> this is like, yeah, man. Oh, and then also something really funny that happened in the movie is like John Wick's killing mad people. And you just see people dancing in the background. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's not even stopping. It's like pa pa pa, axe in the head, pa pa pa, and the people are just like, Going, well, and what was the other thing? When they were, when they were driving in the, they were fighting in the street. Because everybody gets hit by cars and everybody oh, yeah. can get up like it's bro, okay. Bro, I, I know John. Their bones are made of steel. Yeah, like I, okay, bro. I understand. I, I can I can get jiggy with the bulletproof clothing, and he's just like, I just gotta show my face and I'm all right. Yeah, you know, I can get behind that. I but dude, he got hit by like 17 cars. Yeah, and it's not even like face. He's just like getting back up. And then he goes, does on a wick run, and he's gone. Like another car, boof, hits him, does a flip. And then he's like, the cars don't stop John Wick, man. Neither do bullets or knives, apparently. No, honestly, nothing stops nothing John stops Wick. Except the nothing. sunset, because that's what like, 
like, dude, he was perfectly fine. I mean, as fine as being hit by 17 cars in stat 18 times. And shot like he was alive at the end of the movie, and then he wasn't. Oh, I think it was Sunrise, but yes. Yeah. To your point. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Well, and then, you know, then we go into, he goes to duel, and then he gets shot, and then he finds a way to cheat him so that he can kill the Bill Skarsgård's character. And then, you know. He, he supposedly dies because we don't see him. We don't actually see the death. We just see the grave. So right. he could he could still be. That could be an empty grave under there because John Wick could come back. <laughs> I mean, I mean, dude. Also, to dude, when he fell down the stairs twice. That's right. And that, the first time, <laughs> was no joke, like two hundred steps. Yeah. And this dude just rolled, barrel rolled all the way down, makes yeah. it all the way up again. <laughs> And this is all in the span of six minutes? My ass. Yeah. Like, bro, this is like a ten-minute fight scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Each time. Like, it was like a 20-minute scene. It, it's funny because as he's rolling down the stairs, it's like, even in like before they it's kicked him bad. down the first time, I was like, he stopped himself rolling down many times already. But when it when it matters, though, he just, he just kicks him once, and then he just, like, kept, keeps going and <laughs> yeah. going and going. It's like, you can stop anytime you want. No, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. Bro, he, <laughs> bro, he fell. Yeah. Horribly. <laughs> like, bro, there's no way. There's no way. I'm like, bro, and then and then you got shot twice, and then, no. Was, I mean, it's in the John Wick universe. Nothing's real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm exactly. okay with it. If, if they were trying to, like, if this was, like, you know something with a little more realism. grasp on realism. I sure. Think but it's 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 you know we're suits. Yeah, we got bullet food. Yeah, yeah, you're good. <laughs> I mean, the same... American Shield for you. Know? <laughs> the same thing when he was fighting that that big guy. Like, what is what was it going to take to kill him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, was, he did not that, die dude, that at guy, all. That guy was a robot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, it, he gets an arrow through. He, he blocks an arrow with his forearm. <laughs> And by block, I mean he lets an arrow go through his forearm. Oh. <laughs> and by I was block, like, I mean he didn't block it at all. Yeah, got yeah the, his, um, his character was interesting. I mean, talk about a, a character that didn't really have that much screen time, but for me made a pretty big impact. He was a good uh, in the, yeah. He was a good – yeah, it was like he's like this big kingpin-looking dude. That's what it was. Um, well-dressed yeah. guy. He well-dressed, probably in charge of the nightclub, you know, yeah, nefarious things are happening underground in this nightclub. Um, he's having a good time. He's just placing bets, playing a couple card games. Wouldn't be an action movie if you didn't have a, a, an intense card game in it. So you got to have that one of those in there. And, um, yeah, it, it, he, he, he brought something interesting to the movie and, and for a very long movie, for the three-hour movie. Three hours indeed. Yeah, and like we yeah. didn't even stay for the cutscene. I looked it up online. I was like, I'm, I gotta go. Like, Bro, I, <laughs> yeah. oh really? I peed before, during, and after the movie. He did. I didn't <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I surprisingly, I thought this had a really slow start. Honestly, when the movie started, like we, it took us a while to get there. And then even when we got to the, I think like they're almost thirty minutes in, and we get to the first set of fight scenes when we were in, where were we? Were we? Somewhere in Asia. Uh, well, it was the elder scene when he shoots the guy. That yeah, was there in Japan. Japan. And then was it the was the first official one was the Osaka Continental? Isn't yes, the Japan? Osaka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, in, so, Japan, yeah, yeah in Japan. Yeah, in Japan. Okay. Yeah, so the Osaka Continental was the first like big fight that happened. And honestly, I felt like for me is like I didn't really do much for me. It was just John Wick just killing off hordes. Didn't do anything like special like in some of the other ones that like, kind of stood out. So now we're almost an hour into the movie, and I'm like. Is this it? Is this the movie that we're getting? Because we also, you know, they blew up the Continental. 
uh, the New York Continental as well within that process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I'm not sure if I'm into this. Like maybe it's running its course. That quickly changed though, <laughs> as we later got into it. Uh, I was like, because I think once we got into the nightclub, I'm like, finally, now we're getting some action that's worth talking about right now. Yeah. Um, it was ahead. just a little slow because the, apparently they're doing a spinoff movie. So they had yeah. to tell like the backstory in John Wick 4 for that spinoff movie. Gonna, so yeah. apparently it's going to be uh, Kane versus that the daughter. Like she's going to train up to try to kill him. And yeah, I'm not sure. What the movie I'm, I'm not sure if that's official yet, but that is technically. I mean, the end credit scene was them teasing yeah. more stories with Kang. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. Obviously, he earned his freedom in the last bit of the in the last bit of the movie, <clears> but obviously, he killed he killed uh, the, the the woman's uh, father. So yeah. she's got a she's got a vendetta now, which makes complete sense in that scenario. Um, but it's interesting that they're going off of spinoffs. Obviously, more spinoffs we know. We know these these two are official. We have the Continental uh, Peacock series that's coming out in September. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be um, – it's starring oh, – Oh, yeah. It's going to be following a young Winston. Uh, that's right. And uh, it's going to be taking place sometime in the in, sometime in the 90s. And uh, we're going to be seeing a younger version of him as he's getting, you know, it's. I think it's going to be more involved. License, right? Yeah, yeah maybe. Or something still, he was an assassin, if I'm not mistaken. He just worked he, his way up to becoming a manager. Sure, you're right. Same like Halle Berry did as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then the other movie that, that's coming out next year is uh, The Ballerina um, with Andre Armas starring in it. And it's based off of the the camp that John Wick was a part of or the association that John Wick was part of. Um, and we saw a little glimpse of that in the third movie with all the little, all the ballerinas there where he got his, uh, this got to punch my ticket. Uh, <laughs> so he can, you know, be free. The John Wick uh, red room from the, <laughs> yes, the John Wick red room. Yeah. So I guess we're diving in further into that story with Ana de Armas. Cool. Um, so yeah, there are definitely more John Wick coming. So even like with the ending per se, um, I kind of liked that it left it open ended. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know if he's dead or not. Um, but like that, that, I think that's kind of the beauty of John Wick is like if we want to stop here, we can absolutely do that, and we gave the fans an ending, and it was a good ending. Like yeah, it, it was a very nice ending. So yeah, if they want to end it, cool. If not, we're here for it. Yeah, it's like we're like I better see the first thing I better see him do is make a hole out of the ground, like punch yeah. a hole out of the ground. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, like don't they they're gonna kill his new dog, and it's gonna be another four movies. Another four <laughs> movies. Um, but yeah, I thought the nightclub scene was pretty cool. I liked what they did there. Uh, like the action really got crazy. I think they're, they say to me, they saved the best for last. The last three major action scenes were by far some of the best choreographed fight scenes I've seen in a long time. That whole stairwell scene like was phenomenal. Even when they were in like that abandoned apartment too, or whatever that place was. The abandoned apartment was for me that was like that was finally the moment where I'm like this is something brand new yeah. and it was like an overhead oh, like yeah. fl- floor plan it looked like a video game yes yeah. yes exactly yes and and it was just him like just going off of this like what was I don't know what it was it was like a 
this 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 shotgun like a pretty intense like a firework shotgun or something (laughs) i don't know exactly what he was doing but i it was like completely like i think it was like a series of two one shots and it was really cool to see that because like the scene starts and then it starts panning up and we see him literally going from room to room as a bird's eye view on it as he's like taking down you know person after person i was like this is amazing this is up there with that horse on motorcycle action that was in john wick 3 i was really impressed with it and then i thought like okay this is probably the best scene that they're gonna have i don't know about you guys i loved the car like in in the traffic (laughs) everybody's getting hit by cars everyone's (laughs) hit by like that's so to me that was so thrilling yeah it was like it was like it was so intense. It's like like he's he's fighting and crazy shit's happening, and he's like he's literally pushing people in front of cars. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that part until you said it. Yeah, that was and, a good defense, bro. Yeah, yeah so, you're yo, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and at this point, it's like, aren't they gonna stop? Like <laughs> these cars. People got things stop. to do. Fighting Get out of the way. Huge roundabout. Yeah, <laughs> these cars just keep coming. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's like this roundabout's never ending, and like, I mean. Good, like that was a really clever way to, and also it stuck with like it was like really globe trotting too. We went to a lot of different places. Yeah, um, yeah that movie must have cost a lot. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. they definitely made it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a really inventive scene. And then you had the stair, the stair, the staircase of the endless stairs of him trying to meet the. I honestly, even like the radio DJ stuff, like to me that that was a large part oh, of yeah. the movie. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Of, that was like, cool. That yeah. They, they were able to stretch out what could have been five minutes in a way of like, okay, in the morning, because they made the deal, right? They were going to duel in the morning. And so it was like, okay. And then they could have easily been like, all right, one day or more next morning later. You know, like it, they could have easily just ju- – yeah, yeah, exactly. They could have easily just jumped to that moment and, and be equally as intense. They stretched out about 30 to 40 minutes worth of content of him like – uh, you know, fighting people in the alley, uh, like literally him fighting all night, and you felt that between all the different scenes that were in there. I, to me, I applaud them for for really stretching that a little bit of giving us some really awesome action sequences. Yeah. Um, some of the best I've seen I've seen in a while, like up there with like even like how crazy RRR was. Like I was yeah. getting those vibes when I was watching some of those action scenes. Um. And then we had that staircase, obviously, and I thought it was pretty like interesting that at the end of the day, the final fight was a Western showdown. It's like you know you got you go and take your paces, shoot out, and then like <laughs> like you shoot him, it's like still alive. You yeah. gotta get closer. It seemed like they had to do that because they were equally matched. Yeah, I mean, else. well, I guess technically Donnie Yen is better because he's blind. he's he's blind and he's he can match up with John Wick. Like, yeah. So if he had his eyes, he probably would whip his ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, for I, sure. I just don't think John Wick wanted to kill him. I, well, I think no, he didn't. Either I don't think he's on the same level as John Wick. I think John Wick wanted to keep, didn't want to kill him and and found a way to win without losing. Yeah, he went well, out on I, his I, terms. Yeah, it almost felt like that they both were on the same page. Close, like we both, but yeah. Know, but John Wick is the John Wick of the universe. Or else like, I, like I don't blame you there. Um, but it looks like that they obviously they both didn't want to kill each other and Mm -hmm. somehow they're able to find a loophole in the system where um uh, bill skarsgård was like i want to i want to do the last blow and and winston's like you dummy you didn't shoot bam that was great yeah we all saw like that yeah dude and dude that guy was a bitch yeah he was a, 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 a 
a bitch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, Such a bitch. One more time. <laughs> oh, him again. That guy was a B-I-itch. Uh, Dude, what, what do you think of him? What do you think of him as a villain? Do you feel Do you feel like he was any threat at all? Any, any big presence in the movie at all? I don't feel his evilness, but I felt like his authority that he had, like command over his universe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he was, he had authority. But but he hid he hid behind like he had no like everyone fears John Wick because he's John Wick. This guy feared him just because of the amount of power he held. Not sure. that they weren't afraid of him. They're yeah. afraid of the power he wields. Yeah. Right. He was a very snake like character. Yeah. Yeah. Very that's a, that's a, Weasley. Very, yes. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And like that he he wasn't menacing, but he had enough power that it was a problem. I think that's a good that's a good description. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. And I mean, I was actually fine with him as a villain role. Yeah. I think again, no his problem. presence was there. Yeah. yeah, it definitely worked. I definitely felt like the presence from. Honestly, I felt like these group of characters that they introduced were more memorable than some of the other ones in the past movies. Or like, way more fleshed I mean, out. I mean, we had the time. Yes, <laughs> very true. Like Don, Donnie Yen was was probably the most fleshed out of all of them. And like, if they weren't already planning on make giving him a spinoff. Like they spent a lot of time on his character in this movie. For good reason. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm but looking yeah, forward to that uh, movie or TV show with him now. Like it'd be, after seeing his performance as a blind. Yeah, but that's the second time he's done a blind person. Remember he did that in Star Wars. Yeah, in Rogue still, One. Yeah. yeah. In Rogue One, yeah, yeah. Forceful in me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is, man. Uh, yes, it is. Force is with you, brother. Stay strong. Um, yeah, but I thought he did. I I I really liked his character. I even liked the tracker too. I didn't think they utilized him great. I didn't really get his point in the movie. Maybe that's what it is. I did filler. like his character. He was, he was just filler. He was like dope filler. But yeah. he was so good. But he was somebody. Look, he snuck up on on John Wick, John Wick several so times, times, and he could have killed him. It was like three times in the movie. He could have just ended, and it would have been like. And yeah. credits. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, it, he couldn't go head to head with John Wick, but he can kill him from the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, <clears throat> I think at that moment, you know, the tracker probably would have died in that apartment scene if he didn't save, like, he ended up saving his dog at the end of the day. Yeah. If yeah. the dog wasn't going to get shot, the John yeah, Wick would have murdered would, him right there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Um, he said he used that bullet to save the dog. There you go. Um, That's right. <laughs> let's uh, take a moment to talk about Lance Reddick. Uh, he had a very brief moment. He had a brief scene in the movie. I was actually quite shocked that his character was very little in this movie, mm. um, and primarily just to prove a point in the story to our to our villain of like I'm going to get rid of your your right hand man. Um, but his presence throughout the whole series was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and we kind of I mean I I wish I really wanted to see more of him in this movie. Um, I was kind of bummed that he died very early in the movie, and then now we we're not going to see you know that that was his last role, and it was very brief. Yeah. And so I was hoping that's yeah, and I was hoping that since this was his last role, that maybe that he would have had a larger presence. Obviously, that that wasn't the intention when he was filming the movie, but yeah. Um, I was hoping we would have seen a little bit more of him. But I really liked him in John Wick Three. He really <laughs> he went guns blazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. I I did I felt that the a lot of I think a lot of the action for me was like the highlight of the movie and obviously for all the John Wick uh, movies the action is the highlight and is the thing um, but I feel like more than any of the other movies I feel like I was able to connect with these characters that were introduced in this movie rather than the other movies except for with the exception of Halle Berry 
Like, I know, like, they had, like, and I mean, maybe because the other ones had died, but I didn't really care for them. Like, the bald guy from the third movie, Common from the second movie, like, oh, they didn't... Oh, they also didn't... had Ruby Rose in the second one. True. Well, he killed That's both. right. Yeah. He killed both. You're right. They killed, but, like, <clears throat> even though he killed other people here, too, but I was, maybe it was fresh, but, like, those those characters stood out to me more than the ones in the previous movies, in my opinion. I agree. Um, I'm actually quite shocked that we didn't get this, that we didn't see Ana de Armas. Yeah. Um, that her her appearance in a spinoff movie has been talked about for a while. So the fact that this movie was three hours long, I thought they maybe might have introduced her character, um, in it maybe. Um, Makes sense, right? Yeah. Would have made sense, yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, or David, we'll start with you. Your final thoughts on John Wick Four? I mean, I love it. It was everything that I expected from a John Wick movie, you know. And it was a. Uh, to be honest, I didn't know it was going to be the end. Cause like I don't watch trailers for things I know I'm gonna go watch, so I I didn't even know what anything about this movie except that it was John Wick four, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you know all expectations were met. Great action, Keanu Reeves, uh, great ending, good fu- good gunplay, good fight play, uh, great getting hit by cars. <laughs> <clears throat> it was just a good John Wick movie, man. You know. Okay. Exactly what I wanted. <clears throat> Ernesto, what about you? Uh, overall, I really enjoyed it. It was just like you know. Same sentiment. It was really, it was really long. I'm down for all the spinoffs with Akira. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a Kane backstory with mm-hmm. him meeting John. It could even be a young version of them, because to get, to get Keanu Reeves and Donnie to come back. Although if they did come back and we got a prequel of them, that'd be dope too. That'd be very dope. Um, I'm just here for them expanding the new, the universe. But if they're gonna keep John, well, I, they said they're not done. So. I don't know. Maybe he yeah. isn't dead. He's probably he's not dead. He probably pulled like the Bruce Wayne and Christopher Nolan, yeah. where he just like I, I'm dead, <laughs> but I'm in a cafe somewhere yeah. in France. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm in a cafe somewhere in France. I'm here. And that's for where it. he was. Yeah. I'm here for the John Wick universe. <clears throat> I'm 100 percent here for the John. Wick yeah. Universe. I'm. I'm also, and I'm. I'm for the John Wick universe as well. It's like, it's the story is kind of clear cut. There's not much there. I feel like in this movie they try to do a lot of expanding on the story, but I commend them for that. This is a very broad, you know pretty like expansive universe that they're building and each movie gave us something a little different and i think you know exploring the high table a little bit more in this movie was pretty beneficial i kind of liked bill Skarsgård for the majority of what he did but to your point he didn't really do much but his presence was was very known there um and i thought the action was top notch i think this is some of the best action like i think the action has, has clearly gone better in each movie and when we got there i was thoroughly entertained um, by all of it, but I do agree with both of you. I don't think this was the best movie out of the out of the four. It also mm-hmm. did feel like three hours too. Yeah, yeah, it it did feel long. Like especially that we since we didn't have like a strong beginning in my opinion, it like that dragged until I felt like we got there. And for me, that was like after the first hour that I felt like we finally got there. But but yeah, I'm I'm here for the John Wick universe. I'm here for a Donnie Yen, you know, Kane spinoff. Um, I'm curious to see how the ballerina things will work out. I'm not sure about that, but I like Ana de Armas. Yeah. The Continental, I am 100% here for that. I can't yeah. wait for that now, dude. Yeah, uh, Peacock in September. Dude, um, there you go. Um, but yeah, I think they... I, and, and I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I commend them if they just want to end it here for John Wick. You gave yeah. yourself an ending, and you're not going to beat a Western shootout like that. No. <clears throat> so, And it was a very satisfying ending as well. So... And they did say that they were going to take a break from it, which I think they should. Yeah. And if they want to pull that trigger again, you know, pun intended, uh, uh, they 
they they I guess you know John Wick you know and Keanu Reeves can come back for more, but I think you you did the thing, and we talked about this before, Ernesto. Don't start diluting the waters. Yeah. On 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 the franchise, you're 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 do, you're doing spinoffs, and that's fine. But don't give us a don't give us a Toy Story now. I'm just saying, we, you know. I like <laughs> Toy Story four. All right, we're not gonna we're not gonna get there. We don't have we're not gonna we don't have time we don't have time for that. It was the best of all of them. Anyway, that's our spoiler review on John Wick. That's our spoiler review on John Wick Chapter Four, um, and that is uh, our show. David, thank you very much for joining us and coming on to talk about John Wick. Really do appreciate it. Um, Ernesto, tell love listener, we look look forward to next week. Do 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 do. Next week, <laughs> next week we are reviewing the Super Mario Brothers movie, which is getting really, really good reviews. Is it Early out yet? Review. Yeah, it came out uh, uh, two today, days ago. Friday the seventh. It came out two days ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be it's supposed to be really good. We'll see. I don't know. Um, I'm a little hung up on that. He still doesn't have the iconic Mario voice, but but I mean but, but he's, he's but he's in the movie though. The actor that does yeah. Mario, they give he, him the, the actors in the movie. Yeah, yeah so you know awesome. I'm. I'm hyped I, I for it, and I but I love the I, illumination. The animation is beautiful. It looks so yes. good. It looks animation great. looks gorgeous. I'm I'm hyped for the movie. Um, I maybe I might be I might be hyping it up a little bit too much. Mm, uh, I know it's hard not to do that, <laughs> but like it, it's like one of those situations where like it looks so good. It does. It looks great. I don't even know what the story is, but I I saw I can see how great it looks. I so I haven't even seen the trailer because I said so. Like, I've only seen like the teaser trailer yeah. where like they do the snowballs. Yeah, yeah. This, I was, yeah. Like, I'm like I'm good here. Like let's watch that movie. And watching yeah. Jack Black doing the promos for this movie. Wow, yeah, he he hilarious. came to the premiere with a Bowser suit on. Yeah, and he's like really he's been really I'm really committed. into yeah he's I'm committed. Committed. So he's committed. So I'm. Great. So I'm here, and I love Jack Black. I've always loved yeah. Jack Black since School of Rock. Like, no, oh, like, School of Rock like is a fantastic. That, man, come on. Oh, I really like Orange County. Orange, Orange County. Orange County. You're, you know, you're right. He's a and legend. also, also with the with the trailer for like that one with the snowballs is like he's pretty iconic for being Poe the panda in Kung Fu Panda. He's he's very known for the, the sing voice. When I first heard him say like he, like the penguin was like, "Do you yield?" And then he's like, <laughs> and 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 like I heard when he, when we first heard his voice, Bowser, he says, "I do not." And I was like, "Is that Jack Black? Holy yeah, shit! Like yeah. that's pretty good." Yeah, so like good he game. definitely he fits. He he yeah. like. To me, it feels like he was born to play Bowser. Like how we think about Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, I'm starting yeah. to think about Jack Black as Bowser. Yeah. You're telling me you're not over hype with this movie, Ernesto? I'm a little hype. Like I'm over... trying okay, not to. Okay, I'm about to say, though. I'm trying to say, though. <laughs> um, yeah, same. We're, we're bringing back uh, Super Mario fanatic uh, Nick Rivera onto the show. I feel like he, he's been the one that's been waiting for a long time for this movie. When he came to work on Wednesday, he had a whole Mario outfit. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, he had the hat. <laughs> I got a Luigi tattoo also. You do, yeah. Oh, I do, you really? They're yeah. literally right next to John Wick. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> John Wick and Luigi. They are literally right next <laughs> to each other. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for this movie. So Same. hopefully, it hopefully lives up to the hype. But we'll we'll be talking about that one next week. Uh, David, thank you very much yeah. for coming back on. You're thank always you're always you. here. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I already called um, dibs on a few movies to be honest. Um, oh, you got dibs already. Right. Let's hear. Dude, the, the, there's a new movie by the people that did John Wick about like the German guy. He finds. Oh, I, I did see. We saw I, the trailer. I, dude, yeah. as soon as we saw the trailer, I look at Ernesto. I'm like, I called dibs on that. Just, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all I got right now. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, um, no. And I called dibs for uh, 
Um, Deadpool three. Oh, okay. All okay. right. He, he's he's that doesn't come out till September twenty twenty four. So he's like, he's locking it in. I'm locking that in <laughs> a year and a half in advance. Because I don't, I always forget to lock in the MCU movies. Yeah, that's true. like my Fair favorite enough. things, and I'm like, I'm not missing that one. Okay. <laughs> that's actually a good, that's a good one for you though. That's, that's yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, you, you locked it in. We yeah, got you there. That's the two. <laughs> <laughs> that's two. I got yeah. them. Um, <laughs> um, if you want more from us, you can always follow us on our social media channels on Instagram at box office underscore bingers, on Facebook and our TikTok page at box office binger, and our Twitter page at box office binger. Without the S. That's right. Um, come back next week for more movie fun. You're not going to regret it. And for that, and also before that, thank you, everyone, for coming back each and every week to listening to us. Really do appreciate yeah. that. And for that, I've been your host, Matt Diaz. Been Ernesto Santos. See ya.